Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hafei? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Live on a Monday night. Here for your phone calls and breaking news, it is the Hideout. I'm Hefe, that's Dubs. If you want to call, here are the numbers you're going to need. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041. On your singular wireless phone, we ask you to be somebody in the Hideout. That's how you do it. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. All right, so uh, we also have with us Trunks Corolla, executive producer, who, from what I understand, is going to rip Otto a new one. Because that's, really? uh, that's all he can talk about in the office is Otto running his mouth. So we'll get into that a little bit later on concerning the real race and outstanding stories from that. Tommy Bateman's our director on the Talk and Roll Controls. Speaking of people running their mouth, I have to talk about something that happened to me this weekend, too. And I am livid over it. All right, hold on a second. Let me write down. Yes. Dubs, running mouth. All right, very good. Uh, also with us, uh, Matt Albert, our third mic and ghostwriter. And uh, the only intern with us this evening, the great Gazoo Manning. He is mm-hmm. the one screening your phone calls. Mr. Uh, Big Fathead, the great Gazoo, is uh, available for you at 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. right, Dubs, on this Monday night, tons of weekend stories from Heretic Hoop It Up, from The Real Race. Uh, Wild Bill from Sales supposedly is coming in with a real big announcement from the hideout about 8 nice. o'clock. Um, just all sorts of material that we must get to. We must get you up to get up to date on the hurricane. Uh, hurricane uh, Ernesto, I believe it is. I think I've walked completely into the realm of nerdum, and I want to talk about that. I, um, I... I accomplished a feat that I am very excited about that I would like to share with you guys. So I want to do that as well. But first, J-Dubs, a little breaking news. We'll go straight to our friends over at CNN, CNN.com, to bring you this breaking news report. There will be no case now against John Mark Carr. The district attorney here in Boulder has announced that it is dropping that probable cause warrant that they used to pick him up in Thailand, and there will be no case against John Mark Carr. This is a man that you will recall claimed that he had information about John Benet Ramsey. He even sat before reporters in Thailand and said that he was with John Benet in the basement when she died, and furthermore said he was 
not an innocent man. Nevertheless, naturally, authorities need to have evidence against anybody if they're going to charge him. We have learned through a lengthy document provided to us by the district attorney's office about how they traced information about Mr. Carr. And let me say before going on any further, we've also received information that he has already been released from the Boulder County Jail. Now, how did this all go down? Well, the long and the short of it is this. The district attorney said that it started looking at him uh, before April of last year because of emails that had been provided to investigators that he had expressed an interest in JonBenet Ramsey. After that, the emails took a different turn. These were coded emails, so in the beginning they didn't know exactly where John Mark Carr was. Eventually, to make a long story short, they were able to identify where he was in Thailand, and in fact, they went there. Authorities say that they took DNA samples from items that he had touched from the apartment where he was living in Thailand. But investigators here and authorities here, the, uh, laboratory technicians said they did not want to rely on those. They wanted to take a swab from the inside of his mouth. After he was picked up, uh, John Mark Carr refused to provide a sample on two different occasions. And get this, when he finally did consent, apparently authorities did not have a swab kit with them. Consequently, he traveled all the way here to Colorado. At that time, authorities in Colorado obtained a search warrant and did take a DNA swab. That swab was sent to the Denver Police Crime Lab. There was no match, and that's why the district attorney says it has dropped its case against him. And because California authorities, who had an outstanding misdemeanor warrant on him, have not called authorities here in Colorado to ask for Carr, he was released from jail here. So he is now he on is the streets. completely free. He doesn't have to return to the other charges he was facing yet. Wow. Oh, he's, he's going to be uh, disappearing very, very soon. He may be, John Mark Carr, the greatest con man of all time. He's genius. And allow me to say, too, I wasn't buying his little story right off the get-go. You know, after those phone records that we found uh, and we played... I was hook, line, sinker. I thought he was guilty. I'll He's guilty of something. Again, the breaking news that John Mark Carr, uh, the DNA did not match, so he's been released and is walking around the streets of Boulder, Colorado. So what was it they had to, uh, they didn't have the uh, stuff to swab him before they brought him over? Right. So they brought him over and they swabbed him and it didn't match. Exactly. They uh, All they pulled out was saliva and an eight-year-old's underwear. Yeah, Guys, that's it. Wasn't John Benet's underwear, <laughs> nope, though? So they uh, completely was, let him go. She was only six at the time. <laughs> All right, 407 916 Do you feel duped? No, because I guarantee he's guilty of something, and I know it. I, I think he still, uh, he still should go to jail. Here's the thing. I knew for a fact that this little son of a bitch had touched children. Yes. I'm still pretty positive of that. And the way that you hear him talk about little girls in the sexual way that he talks about them. However, I was just pretty sure that he had not done this, that he had not committed the uh, Jean Benet Ramsey murder. You know, it is very, very uh, convenient on when he did, you know, admit to it and everything. When he's facing charges in Thailand, mm-hmm. that's when you throw out, hey, I'm the one who. Uh, did one of the most notorious murders in America. Now, let me ask you, 
Should we now ship his ass back to Thailand? Oh, without a doubt. Or should California come get him on those little kitty porn charges? No, Thailand. Send him to Thailand. That'll be much worse for him. All right, now here's the thing. Here you have... This is audio that I was... In, this actually is audio before everything broke. Uh, this is from Good Morning America on Saturday. And, of course, you had the woman that we talked about, the uh, the meatloaf-looking chick, mm. who had recorded her conversations with John Mark Carr. Uh, here's another one of those clips where he talks about his edible complex and also, too, uh, his obsession with John Bonet's mother. And you'll see how this may actually explain what happened today. Okay. All right? It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Again, one of the, another one of these audio tapes. I do. I fall in love with him. I think it's a throwback to my own mom. It's my desire that my own mom would have been more perfect. I run into one who is, like, I'll call her Mrs. Ramsey, you know, who's perfect. I'm the type of person where if I knew that that mom had um, killed her daughter and had sex with her and was sexually attracted to her, I would love to just tell her, please, just let this go and forgive yourself because your daughter's forgiven you. All right, I know every time we play these tapes, you have to have shiny, happy people. It so makes me feel better about listening to them. So it doesn't disturb you so mm-hmm. much. Okay, now here is a psychiatrist, okay? All right. Dr. Uh, Ablau, I'm going to say, because if I say it the other way, you guys will start throwing jokes out like it's nobody's business. Okay. And he um, he has a theory as to why it is that John Mark Carr believes this. That may, again, tie in to the uh, to the DNA not matching and the whole not, you know, not guilty thing. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Again, the well, what's happening up. there is that John Carr is presenting his lead theory about the murder of this young girl, John Benet Ramsey. John Carr's lead theory, not my lead theory. I don't want. I don't need a call from Lynn Wood, the Ramsey's attorney. John Carr's lead theory is that Patsy Ramsey killed her daughter. That's what he's alluding to there. He's saying that I would want that mother to have peace and be forgiven. And remember, his mother tried to kill him. And he's saying moms are perfect. I think that one logical conclusion, psychologically, that comes out of listening to those audio tapes is that he wishes to take the rap for the person he believes did this, Patsy Ramsey. So there you go. There's the theory right there. Now, this actually, this all came down, and what this guy's saying was on Saturday, before what happened and broke today, and the DNA not matching. So now what? What do we do? Who did it? Is it back on the parents? I, I would guess so. I mean, it's been so long, and I don't know why this is the biggest story out there. There's wars going on. There's a hurricane coming. It's a sexy story, dude. It's always been is one it? of those, Jesus. as far as newsmen <laughs> and the news media goes, it's a sexy story. It's one of those stories. Maybe you should be over in Thailand. That, Fake car. <laughs> that, uh, that garners ratings. I'm telling you, man, I um. You know, they they talked about book deals for this guy and mm-hmm. movie deals. Do you think the most disappointed person in all of this is O.J. Simpson? Just Why is him, that? just him being able to say, "See, someone." It is possible that someone else did it. You know, you know how all of the 
all of the uh, scrutiny came down on the Ramseys. All the scrutiny obviously came down on OJ. Then all of a sudden, hey, there's this random person out there in Thailand who committed this John Bonet murder. Then OJ could have pointed to, hey, maybe there's a random person floating around in Korea who uh, actually did the Nicole Brown Simpson murders. So I think in some way OJ may actually be a little, a little dis- upset now. Yeah, a little disappointed at all this. And maybe we take a look at him. Has anyone tested his DNA? In this you think OJ age? was just around killing uh, this, uh, blonde white women of all ages? I'm wondering. Him or I think it was his son, but that's me alleging. That's just me and my own random thought. I say Ito. 407-916-1041, So there it is, Dubs. What ha- what's next for John Mark Carr? I say he is... I say he goes on to play Michael Stipe in a movie. Because if all you'd have to do is shave his head and he could do it. He's the rubber man, though. He's not going to get any charges. He's able to fool people into getting him out of a third world country or whatever Thailand would be considered uh, and uh, back into America, and then he gets let completely free. How long until he marries an 18-year-old? The thing that pisses me off the most, there is an 18-year-old out there that will marry him, that will fall for it. He's nice. All right, now people are telling me... Just misunderstood. John Mark Carr, Anonymous says, John Mark Carr was never charged for anything in Thailand. He was being held on a visa charge, but not for kid-touching. I had heard the opposite. No, no, no. Yeah, he uh, he w- he had some kind of uh, charges over there. I believe, but we can look into that. Um, nonetheless, though, that's the big news. And I think more than anything, he's probably going to... Somebody in California is going to pick him up for, I believe, are his kitty porn charges. That he has there. Let's go to CJ in the 407. What's up, CJ? Yeah, hey, man, don't give OJ such a hard time, man. He's spending 90% of his time looking for the real killer on every golf course in the United States. Dude. Exactly. And maybe somehow he'll find them. At some nice Pebble Beach, I guess, is next, where he's going to go try to look for the killers. It's just some caddy. All right, here we go. We got a game for this, J-Dubs? Uh, yes, actually, we do, since uh, the guy kind of duped. All of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Kid Toucher or Car Dealer. All right, how, does, uh, how does the game work? I will explain to you uh, the uh, the looks and name of a man, and you just tell me if you think that guy's a Kid Toucher or a Car Dealer. So I'll explain what the guy looks like, his age, his name, and then just tell me Kid Toucher or Car Dealer. All right, we got all sorts of prizes. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Arrested Development Season 3 on DVD. Uh, chunks, I'd like to win that. Uh, also, too, a pair of tickets uh, for a comedian, Dimitri Martin, at the Hard Rock Live. A uh, pair of tickets to this weekend's uh, UCF uh, versus Villanova game. Also, in addition to that, we got DVDs, the Sentinel, uh, American Gun, VIP passes to the Daytona Beach Boat Show. Call now to be a winner. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hey, Hefe, do you want to be a winner? Why don't I do one question with you real quick just to set this whole thing up? I, I don't even want to answer. Just just throw it out there and I'll All see right. Judge Scott, a stocky man in his 50s with a bushy mustache and a smug look on his face. Is he a kid toucher or a car dealer? Don't we have it even a little open for this, too, Tommy Bateman? I think we get a little open. It's time to play Kid Toucher or Car Dealer. Car dealer. All Wonderful. Right. Call now to be a winner. you got to get two out of three to be correct. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 
out at night. The young and the hungry type. And nothing is new. You'll find you on the internet at a candy store. Watching and waiting. He's sitting with you, but his mind is on the age of four. Many would pay to see this man never again walk free. The man is wild, a predator tamed by the purr of a miner. Age is the matter. If you're in it for love, you ain't gonna get too far. Oh, here he comes. Watch out, boy, he'll feel you up. Oh, here he comes. He's a kid toucher. Oh, here he comes. So shame. Watch out, boy, he'll feel you up. Oh, here he comes. He's a kid toucher. I like little boys and little girls. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It is uh, Monday night, uh, right now in the middle of a game show. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, even more breaking news about John Mark Carr that I will give to you at the end of the game show. Okay. Hit the open. It's time to play Kid Toucher or Car Dealer. Dealer. Come on, come on, come on, come on, not touch me. In honor of... Now, the DNA did not match, yeah. but I'll give you uh, even he kind more. Of, uh, he kind of uh, rubbed us all. Uh, so it's a uh, kid toucher or car dealer, 407-916-1041, Explain the game once again. All right, basically I'm going to give you a uh, description of a man and his name, and you just tell me if he's a car dealer or a kid toucher. Okay, and um, we will get you a prize from there. All right, let's start with uh, Tammy in the 407. What's up, Tammy? Hey, you ready? Hello. All right, here we go, sweetie. All right, Judge Scott, uh, Judge Scott, a stocky man in his 50s with a bushy mustache and a smug look on his face. Is he a kid toucher or a car dealer? A uh, car dealer. Nice, good job. Hold on a second. Um, he no- is a car dealer, a salesman over at Dick Scott Motor Mall in Michigan. <laughs> Okay, now she has to get two out of three correct in order to play. Okay, you have to get uh, one more and you got uh, yourself a prize, all right? Okay. All right, here we go, sweetie. All right, let's go with uh, David Harris, a slim man, white, with a shaved head. I'm going to say kid toucher, but it's up to you, Tammy. Uh, kid toucher. Good job. That officially makes you a winner getting two out of three. All right, David Harris, he is a, uh, he got a convicted of sexual assault, sexual assault and battery. Victim under 12 years old out uh, of Miami, Florida. And he's here in Florida. Yeah, Miami. Oh, all right. 407-916-1041, It's that easy. In honor of John Mark Carr in the hideout. Can't right. touch your car dealer. Let's go to Meatwad in the 407. What's up, Meatwad? You ready? What's up, guys? All right, here we go. Let's go to uh, Edward Douglas. He's in his 40s, a black man with a slim build and cornrows. Kid toucher, kid toucher. He's black, he's a kid toucher. Oh, come on. Oh, Jesus. It's true, but you have to say it. No. Uh, you are act- actually correct on this one. <laughs> Sodomy, rape, All right. and kidnapping oh. in the military. Oh. Sweet Jesus. All right, here's your next one, Meat. Why do you got to get this to be a winner? Another Florida All right. guy. All right, let's uh, try out, um, let's see here. Uh, let's go with Bernard Bradley. He's in his 30s, slim build, uh, pretty nice little smile on the man, and uh, he's a white guy. I say kid toucher. Kid toucher. 
He's white, so I'm saying uh, car dealer. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Screw you. He's uh, he's actually a kid toucher, molested a female under 12. Uh, At least it was a chick. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, the guy, the black guy, did a chick too. Chuck so. Jock. Jesus. Out of Gainesville, Florida, that guy. Oh, is. you gotta be the, you gotta get this one right to be a winner. All right. Um, Brian Drake, a white man in his forties with uh, slick back hair, smoky glasses, and a semi-bushy mustache. Guilty. <laughs> mm, slick back hair. Yes. Car dealer. Oh wow. He's All a salesman right. out of uh, Round Tea. Uh, Cadillac in Texas. All right, hold on a second. Now, here's the thing. When you look at this, it's kind of tough to decipher what, especially when you go based on looks. I thought that was one of my uncles. I'm thinking first. slick back hair, smoky glasses, has to be a kid touch. He looks it. He looks the part, I'll tell you that much. Did we run his name in the cross-reference with the National Database just to make <laughs> sure? No, I did not go that far. Now, when you think about it, too, wouldn't car dealer be a good job for a kid toucher? Because there are, usually aren't a lot of kids rolling around. Yeah, and uh, if someone brings their car in to trade in, you're just sitting there sniffing the car seat. You know, just there. Shock, 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 I'm just shock. saying, it is a good job for him. Jesus, man. Let's it's go Monday. To... <laughs> Can we ease into it a little bit? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, hey, let's play the open again. Here we go. What's going on? Hey, hold on a second, buddy. Right. It's time to play Kid Toucher or Car Dealer. On the phone right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on, Kid Toucher. Crack Monkey Ken in right. 407. Crack Listen Monkey to, Ken. I think I called it. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah, what's up, man? All right, here All we right. go. Don Veerling, a thin man in his 40s with a charming smile, glasses, and a mustache. Kid Toucher. White guy. Ooh, I'm thinking Kid Toucher, man. Aww. He is a car dealer. <laughs> Uh, salesman at Dick's Scott Motor Mall in Michigan. All right, hold on a second. Yeah, uh, you got to get the next two correct to be a winner, so hang tight. You're not, it's not over for you yet. Daniel Blackerby, a slightly overweight man in his early 30s with a small chin patch, a little soul patch on him. Right. Kid toucher. A white guy. Oh, white guy. All right, we'll go with the home. Kid toucher. Oh. I'm sorry. I thought for sure soul patch. Yeah. He's actually a salesman at Sarah Chevrolet in Alabama. Again, I'm having real trouble when you're describing these guys. Honestly, I say some of the uh, the uh, guys over at the car dealerships look a lot more creepy than uh, the guys I'm reading off the Kid Toucher list. The actual uh, people who have been convicted of crimes. Yes. All right, I'll give you that breaking news about John Mark Carr, the other breaking news, in just a second. But first, let's finish up the game. Let's go to Jeremy in the 407. What's up, fellas? All right, here we go, Jeremy. All right, Robert Lee Davis, a man in his 50s, uh, medium build, white guy with kind of a, uh, I don't know, a monkey jaw. Ugh. Don't be racist. He's a white guy. Oh, I, oh, okay, I say then. kid toucher because anyone with the middle name Lee is a kid toucher. Oh, I'm Doug. Three, three names next to me, kid toucher. I'm sorry, uh... Justin Lee Johnson, J. Hey, hey. Oh, oops. Three right. counts of kid touching under the age of 16. He's a sexual predator out of Davie, Florida. Is that your resume? All right, here's your, uh, here's your second one. That's what I got one. hired on. If you get the second one correct, you're going to be a winner, all right? all right? James Cody Agee in his 30s, medium build, white guy with a ponytail. I'm, I'm saying ponytail makes him a car salesman. <laughs> Another kid toucher, sexual battery on a child, Gainesville, Florida, right, is where he's from. You got to get this one right to be a winner, my friend. All right, guys. All right, Fred Marsh, a slightly overweight man in his fifties with squinty eyes and a handlebar mustache. That is all the signals of a kid toucher. 
I was going to say car dealer with a handlebar mustache. Yep, he is a car dealer out of uh, Sarah, uh, Chevrolet in Alabama. All right, it's uh, 407-916-1041, How many questions you got left, J-Dubs? Let's see, we have four. Four people left. All right, here we go. Uh, let's do the open one more time. Just because we actually made time to make it. It's time to play Kid Toucher or Car Dealer. Dealer. Another exclusive to the hideout in Real Radio 104.1. Believe it or not, we may be proud of this. All right, J-Dubs, we got all kinds of prizes to give away. Let's go to Bipolar Steve in the 978. You ready, Bipolar? I'm ready. What's up? All right, here we go, buddy. All right, we got Jim Harper, a man in his late 60s with gray hair and a matching mustache. Uh, his face is kind of red, probably from high blood pressure. <laughs> Car salesman. Yep, he's a salesman out of Roundtree Round uh, Cadillac in Texas. All right, here you go, Bipolar Steve. Here's the second one. All right, let's All right. go with uh, Troy Coveney. <laughs> in his 30s, he has a, he's a white guy with dreads, medium build. Guilty, oh. kid toucher, that's what I kid think. Kid toucher, yep, definitely. All right, you're a winner, Bipolar Steve. Hold on, fullblownagents.com. Go check it out. He's out of Key West, Florida, sexually assault on a minor. All right, how many? Uh, you want to do one and done for the next couple since we have them? Yeah, we have uh, two two questions left, and we'll do two people. All right, let's go to uh, Jamie in the three eighty six. What's up, Jamie? You ready, Jamie? Hey. <laughs> All right, you gotta get this one right, and you win. If you lose, you're gone. Okay. All right, let's go with uh, Marvin Castle, a balding man in his mid forties with black hair, squinty eyes, and a thin mustache. Oh, I say car dealer. No, I say car dealer. Um, I'll go with. Kid toucher. I'm sorry. Should have gone with Hefe, sweetie. He's a salesman out of Roundtree Cadillac in Texas. I say, pencil thin mustache. No, that's kid toucher. That's all, that's kid toucher all the way. And finally, J Dubs, let's wrap up this. Oh, I want to play here. I want to hear the open one more time, just because Tommy did a fantastic job producing it. It's time to play kid toucher or car dealer. Dealer. All right, you're gonna be the final one on this. Yes. Fish in the 3 2 1. That'd be me. All right. One and done here. James Seifus. He's uh, 30s, black male, slim build, and his eyes are uh, very surprised like he's a deer in headlights. I say car dealer. I'm hoping. I'm going to go with car dealer on that one. Ah. Kid toucher. Uh, Dubs, sexual... Did you put together the game, you racist? <laughs> no. Why is that? There's just no black car dealers. I couldn't find one of them. Go to Detroit. <laughs> I bought mine from one. <laughs> from Gross. one? Oh. From a black guy. <laughs> one of those people, no, are you saying? black car dealer, you ass. Yeah, sexual uh, battery on a victim under 12 on, out of Miami, Florida. All right, well, there it was. Kid toucher, car dealer. All right, Dubs. Well, the big breaking news was that John Mark Carr was released... His DNA did not match in the whole murder of six-year-old JonBenet Ramsey, but he has been rearrested and taken back to his original jail cell because uh, California did end up uh, faxing over the paperwork telling Boulder City officials that they would like to extradite John uh, Mark Carr to California to face the child pornography charges. Thank God. So this guy is not completely off the hook. Um... And uh, that is the latest. We'll keep you up to date on that as we see it. Also, speaking of up to date, we'll give you the latest on uh, the weather situation. Hurricane Ernesto. Ernesto. uh, Yeah. Say it right. Ernesto. Next in the hideout. Scary. Real Radio 104.1. 
Idubs uh, Soul of Cognito sent me one. 500-pound black man with unusually deep voice that stays with the Mexican. Kid toucher or dishwasher? Both. <laughs> Matt Albert, you're a winner. Uh, Dubs, we didn't get a chance to go through them all. RealRadio.fm has real TV so you can watch the show live and in person. Or at least live on your uh, computer screen. Mm. That's real TV on RealRadio.fm. Hideoutheretics.net. Newly designed and a very easy, quick uh, chat room. It has all been taken care of. It is right there. You just use your uh, your heretic name on hideoutheretics.net. Plus, it has the links to everything else, including fullblownaids.com. Fullblownaids.com. Dubs, give you that update on uh, the weather situation next in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Here we go. It's Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Half fan Dubs with you. 407 916 star 1041 give a singular wireless phone. Getting you caught up, John Mark Carr, not guilty, then guilty. Oh, no, well, not guilty. Uh, of the Jean Bonnet. Yeah, DNA. Now he's been taken in on uh, the... So released and then rearrested, essentially. Yes. So that was the update on that, Dubs. And there's so much that we have to get to tonight. Um, I heard uh, Mr. Tom Sorrells on the Phillips file this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Got this from Local6.com. Ernesto not expected to strengthen into hurricane. Not expected. It doesn't mean it can't happen, though. Yeah. Uh, the latest projection path of Ernesto shows the system remaining a tropical storm as it hits South Florida Tuesday and moves through the state, according to Mr. Sorrells. Is that Tom Sorrells in that picture right there? Mm-hmm. Cute. He uh, is. He's a good-looking dude. I'll be honest with you. I've met him. A co- I've heard you a couple. I've met him a couple of times. Yeah. This monster at the also the Philadelphia Poker Tourney. In shape. <laughs> Kind of built like a Stop. yield sign. <laughs> what? <laughs> so anyway, nonetheless, that's kind it of... It says yield, but I don't know if I can slow down. I'll tell you that much. However, um, Central Florida <laughs> is expected to see strong winds and heavy rain on Wednesday. Um, according to Sorrels, Tom Hunk Sorrels, we are talking Stop about it. a good 12-hour <laughs> event... Studley Sorrels, I call him. All right, Mr. <laughs> Studley Sorrels says we will start to feel the effects early Wednesday. By late Wednesday, we're going to start getting rid of the thing. Thursday morning, uh, it's coming out of Volusia County, uh, County. County and moving up toward uh, South Carolina. So that is the latest, according to Studley Sorrels from Local 6 and Local6.com. Wonderful. Dubs, uh... We haven't been through a hurricane year, uh, hurricane here, have we? No, I think we've had a couple kind of outer bands of tropical storm type stuff, but we've never actually gotten hit yet since we've been here. We missed it. We missed it by what, like four or five months? Well, no, I mean, we when we were here, well, we missed everything in two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah, the big stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, there was something about a year ago. I don't mm. remember which one it was. Kind of came up through Tampa. But I mean, but it wasn't it wasn't necessarily I don't think it was a hurricane it may have been but do you remember the couple days after that how cold it was here for like the two days after that I do that was like what forty degrees um I don't know if it was forty degrees you know, I don't think it was felt like it well then it was sixty something <laughs> then if it felt like forty here in Florida now let me ask you would you evacuate if you were told to evacuate no. 
I'm not an evacuee. All right, well, uh, apparently the majority of people... I'm telling you what, though. Everybody should do what they're told and evacuate if they need to. You just won't. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm me. You'll be there with a bungee cord holding you out down your uh, direct TV, just making sure you can still try to get signal. He's a looter. That's what he is. <laughs> hey, I could see you going through stealing stuff. Without a doubt, I've looted before. I'm not shocked. What? <laughs> what, what? Michigan State? No, I, I, there, was no there was no uh, riot going on. I just ran into some place and looted. <laughs> what? It's called stealing. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm a thief then. Okay. Not a looter. Uh, Dubs, this comes from CNN. Horrific images from Katrina of people stranded, either because they chose to stay or they had no means by which to leave. But surprisingly, a recent Harvard study says it could happen again. From Texas all the way to the Carolinas, the study says only two-thirds of the residents living within 50 miles of the coast would obey a mandatory evacuation notice with a hurricane bearing down. People like Eddie Matrang, he lives across Lake Pontchartrain from New Orleans in the town of Mandeville. But if I lived in New Orleans, I would leave. But Mandeville's a different story. He'd rather take the risk at home rather than seek a shelter. Because nothing is being done any place to accommodate all of these people. And I mean, where do you and how do you stay that long? We don't want people to stay. Mark Smith is with the Louisiana Governor's Office on Homeland Security. He says the study is flawed because it questions people living 50 miles from the coast. See, that's what I would wonder, too. Here in Orlando... Would we need to evacuate in Orlando? Um, I would say probably there, say, there could be the possibility of needing to, but not nearly like a coast but city. Let's, let's say a Cat 5. Mm-hmm. And this is all hypothetical. This isn't a news update, but no. this is hypothetical. A Cat 5 was going to be coming up out of, the, out of the Gulf or, you know, the Atlantic. I it was get... going to go th- right through, and the eye would pass right through Orlando. What are we, about 50 miles in, mm-hmm. depending? I would guess they would miles? say, uh, out of precaution, everybody who can leave should. Would you? Me, no. You would? I would uh, hunker down, as they call it. And loot. People that far away, he says, shouldn't evacuate. But Smith admits there are those in harm's way who will ignore warnings. We understand that not everybody's going to leave. We understand that there are going to be people who play with the storm. Their lives. And their lives. And they have to be willing to accept that consequence. Smith says Louisiana expects that 20% of the people ordered to evacuate will choose to stay. When they do come home... But people like Frank Bellette and Carl Irvin, who saw their New Orleans East homes destroyed, say they learned a valuable lesson. I'm not going to never stay at a storm. I don't care what kind of it is. They say get out, we go. If they say leave, I'm leaving. Sean Caleb's CNN, New Orleans. Stacy in the 407. What's up, Stacy? What do you guess? We need to hide out. Hey, uh, I was listening to you. <laughs> what the hell? I thought it was a chick. you got to warn me. you got to tell me. I, I take that sweetie thing back, Stacy dude. He's not Tom let's, Sorrel. Let's change your name to Carl. All right, Carl, what do you got? Man, you don't got to lie to me to be friends. Look, I, I work in that building. I've been up on the roof during hurricanes, and any time a hurricane comes through, if you want to go up there, We'll go up, and I'll tell you what, you can see them up close and personal. I'm not real interested in that. I just don't know if I'd evacuate, even if a Cat 5 was coming through here. Bye, Sugar Lips. All right, look. (laughs) Bye, stud. (laughs) 
Sweetums. <laughs> all right, people are telling me if a Cat 5 from the Atlantic Ocean came into the Atlanta area, there would be ocean all the way to I-95, 20 miles inland. I don't know that. That's according to Strat on the Instant Messenger. Um, But I'm telling you, I, I would have a tough time evacuating. Yeah. I kind of understand. You know what I mean? Well, there, you wouldn't be able to uh, relax or feel safe anywhere because you just imagine all of your stuff being screwed, you know? All right, it, let, let me ask you. you got five things. Mm-hmm. I don't care. A car situation. You can only take five things. All right, let me ask you. You and your chick have two cars. Yes. Would you take both of them or just one? Just one. Five things go. What are you taking? The cat, the dog. Hmm. Hmm. The TV. I would actually leave the cat if I were you. No. I'd leave the dog. Uh, Wait a second. Your TV isn't fitting into anything that you have. You said five things. It doesn't matter. you got to be realistic. You have like a 62-inch TV. Yeah, but my van You're going to take your old-ass 90s-something conversion van as opposed to your new car? Of course I can fit more in it. I can turn it into a boat. New used car from Thurston's? It's a turtle van. You're going to ford the river. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, so it's your dog. I'll hire an Indian. (laughs) (laughs) you got your dog, your cat, your TV. Mm Mm-hmm. What else? You get two more things. Um, my new Xbox 360. Ah, you're such a dork. And what are you going to plug it into, stupid? I can sell that and uh, kind of uh, make more money to get back home. And uh, probably uh, computer. So you're taking stuff that you can't even use. You're not taking any clothes. You're not taking any food. I barely change as it is. Oh, my. What would you take? I would take my um, kitten, Tyrone. I would take my computer, just because I have so much stuff on it, I need it. I would take a change of clothes. What am I up to? Three now? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm trying to think of anything else. Hmm. I guess maybe my old, my old DJ tapes, just because you... Well, I don't know. You can't ever replace that, like the mixtapes. Hold on. I still get one more thing I can take. And I guess I would take photos, but I would assume that would even be in my computer. I think I only need to take four things. Well, you might as well I'd grab whatever you can. I'd sell out that last spot. To what? You could rent it for 50 bucks. It, well, let's say you had an extra item you needed taken for you. Uh, you could throw it into my car for $50 a day. It could be worth up oh, food. Porn. I'll take food. Nah, porn's readily accessible anywhere. And with Wi-Fi nowadays, I'll be fine. No, I don't need it. 407-916-1041, What are you going to clean up with? Your extra pair of clothes? Clean what up? Porn. I'm not taking porn. It's mm. the cat's for? Uh, Grab it. All right already. <laughs> Gadget says, Charlie was a cat five at some point, and they said we didn't need to evacuate, so we're good here in Orlando. Well, that's good news then, because I didn't know about that. That does make me feel a little bit better. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, now, Cognito says, born and raised here for 25 years, will not leave. That just means a bigger hurricane party with more chicks. And that leads me into this question. Now, let's assume that, you know, your, your house isn't going to get destroyed. Maybe we got, like, Ernesto, or it's going to be a tropical storm. What do you look forward to? in, like, a tropical storm, Cat 1 kind of thing going on. 
where you essentially know you're going to be safe, mm-hmm. you've stocked up, is there anything that... Anything, is, there, is there a good part? Is there a fun part? Is there any positive that can come out of those? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Big um, announcement from, I'm going to call him Heretic Wild Bill from Sales. He'll be in in just about 10 minutes with another big announcement uh, here in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 as we wrap up Hour 1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also, too, I want to address this, that Chunks and I were called out by the file and our driving abilities on the, on the uh, real race. I would like to give my uh, version of what really happened, Otto. I'd be careful. Otto already asked me if it was okay to punch people in the face. Uh, yeah, I'm not afraid of him like I'm afraid of you. I actually would be afraid of Otto. I don't well, know why. Well, uh, he hasn't jumped me four times like you have, so I'll wait until <laughs> then. Um, all right, J-Dub. So we were trying to think of, like, all right, the big update is it doesn't look like Ernesto's going to turn back into a hurricane. They say it's probably going to be a tropical storm, probably just get a lot of wind and rain on Wednesday. Which is no fun. And this is, a, But this is a lighter one. I'm trying to think of, like, you know, as far as the storms, you know, that can roll through, if there are any positive to come from these. Now, my understanding, Doves, now maybe you know this too, being up in Michigan, mm-hmm. one of the great things about being in Michigan during a big snowstorm was no school. Definitely. No work. drinking all day. And that always seemed like it was a lot of fun. The only thing about a big snowstorm, though, is you didn't lose power. Did you? Yeah, you would, actually. Especially around my place, the uh, the lines would get covered with ice, and then they would just come completely down. And we'd have people out there fixing them all winter long. So, I didn't know. See, I always wonder why in Michigan they didn't put the lines underneath. Or even, like, out, out here, the power lines underneath? The, a lot of them aren't. The ones over at my place are, though. So Which you, I'm very happy about. So you will rarely lose power. Yeah, then. exactly. Did you ever? Did you lose power at all last year? I I think I did once for five minutes. Wow, you lucky son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. See, I'm thinking that may be the cool thing. Remember when we were in D.C. and because we haven't been through a Florida hurricane, but we had Hurricane Isabel. Yep. Up in D.C. and this is before you and I were doing late nights. We were still doing Saturdays, but that night we went on the air, just took phone calls for about two or three hours. And it was a little party. Mm-hmm. It was people calling up, drinking, drunk chicks calling up, looking for some company. Of course, you couldn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Then guys calling up later, wanting to get the phone numbers from the drunk chicks. You know, phone lines constantly lit up. It always, it kind of showed me how radio is TV's bitch. Because there were so many people who, when they didn't have the television, you you immediately went back to radio. Yeah. And you were like, this is fantastic, and I can interact with radio, and this is great, and thank you guys for being there. Then as soon as that power kicks back on, yep. you're back over. 24 is on. You need to watch that. Uh, thanks, guys. Now I'll see you later. So, 407 Let's go to Heather in the 407. What's up, Heather? Oh, not much. Uh, you were just asking what the, one of the good things was about hurricanes. Mm-hmm. No tolls on 417. All right, I can see no tolls being a good thing. My favorite thing about hurricanes, the coverage. The national coverage from uh, the, like CNN, Fox, uh, the Weather Channel, of the guys standing on the beach, getting blown away, and yelling to people, you shouldn't be out here. This is very dangerous. My favorite part, uh, I think it was two years ago, I was watching some coverage of a hurricane, and uh, there was a guy out there, 
like uh, standing by a, a road by the beach. And he was talking about stop signs, how they can, you know, the wind can hit them and turn them into missiles. But while he's talking about it, he's like, if this thing could break loose and fly up, it could kill someone. And he's shaking the stop sign, even loosening it more. All right, that's nuts. Do you think weathermen get excited for hurricanes? Oh, definitely. Like everyone for them is a 9-11, so that, you know what I mean? Well, like their own the, personal, or the, the weather crew's 9-11? It's really the only time people care. About the weather, and people are just watching to see the weather. You know, is there a more underappreciated TV personality than a weatherman? No, and rightfully so. That guy's a nerd everywhere you go, <laughs> except, except for, for Studley Stor- Sorrels. Bob Ryan was a stud. Or up in DC. Yeah, Topper mm. Shut was great. Yeah. Oh, he just listened I mean, to this show and would call in, so that's why it was. Even awesome. that name, Topper. Mmm. Mm. Grr. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, when you think about it, you think the sports guy gets more respect than the weather guy at a TV station? Oh, without station? a doubt. People love sports. People hate the weather. Unless it's the sports guy who's in your local market trying to do the sports center thing. Mm-hmm. Then you hate him. Then everyone hates him. Let's go to John in the 352. What's up, John? Hey, Matt, how do you feel that uh, Hefe's not even taking you as his fifth thing? <laughs> That's oh. right. He's anchoring down the house. <laughs> what if you come back, he's got a tree through his head or something? How would you feel? That'd be great. Then I can <laughs> rent out a room. Who's going to do your looting for you? Oh. <laughs> I have big hands. I, you know what I always wondered, too, Dubs? Yeah. Is because, like, for CNN, the Ernesto was all over everything on CNN. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I understand it being all over the news here and throughout Florida and along the Gulf Coast. But does it really need to be on CNN national news? Have you ever wondered what it's like? I guess you've been up in Michigan, but like we got some buddies listening up, like in Massachusetts and DC, and like, do they care at all? Especially after Katrina, everybody's looking for that next big hurricane story. It was huge for them. Everybody around the country is watching, and everybody still has that image in their head, and they think every hurricane is going to end up like that. So they're going to watch it, and they're going to enjoy. All right, I'm getting this. It's always best to get a hotel room around I-Drive where all these sexy Brazilian tourists are during the storms. I-Drive. Most of the time, the power doesn't go out, but you have the whole whole hotel to stalk your prey. Er, meet some nice, respectable women. <laughs> I-Drive. I didn't know about that. I hear, I guess, a hotel would be a good place, because they're one of those probably that has uh, the lines all underneath. Yeah, that and probably they have some kind of generator. Ice. They're probably going to keep the ice rolling. Oh, there's an ice machine on every level. All right, maybe I'm getting a hotel Wednesday. I may not be here. I'm thinking I'm going to take the day off. You can't take the day off. I need a little vacation. We're not allowed. My buddy Ernesto's coming into town. <laughs> I mean, my cousin. Uncle. The gay one. All right, Pinchy in the 4-4 says, we here in Cleveland don't care. We have to worry about the rivers burning. I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess you do have your own problems. Uh, but I did wonder, like, what's that? Because I'm also surprised, too. you a little bummed out because here we are in Central Florida. And it's all over national news, Ernesto. Are you getting any calls from any friends or family? No, no one's worried about it. Me either. And I'm thinking, shouldn't you call me just to make sure I'm going to be okay? <laughs> Like last year, I You're guess. You're an adult. Why do you need your mom to call you? Just to show that she cares. She tells she me all doesn't. the time she wished that she had had an abortion. <laughs> I just like every once in a while when she sees a, you know, a nice hurricane maybe blowing through, she'd give She's, me a holler. She sees this as God's chance to finish the abortion job for her. See? Shock job. I'm not kidding. That's you. That's you. Um, all right, so it doesn't look like we're going to get any of those... 
you're at least your favorite part, the weather guys out on the beach. It always happens anyway. Even a tropical storm, they try to over-amplify it every time, and I love it. What is it? Uh, maybe we should record some of those and play those. You think that'd be fun? Oh, without a doubt. You would just go home, record the Weather Channel, see yeah. what happens there. Weather Channel isn't as good as like a CNN or Fox. They try to over amplify because they're they're actually bumping regular news for it. Right. Real TV on Real Radio FM. Another one of our out of towners, Bipolar Steve, says, "Haha, like Pinchy. All Boston has to worry about is our tunnels falling apart." That's true. Imagine driving through a tunnel and all of a sudden this feeling, the ceiling just drops on you, and that's it. I've always been afraid of that. Have you ever been in like a tunnel that goes underwater and you see like uh, like all like the water kind con- uh, condensation against the walls, and you're just wondering if that's a leak that's going to break through and just engulf you? You'd be able I worry to about that all the time. Why? Where are you ever going through something like that? Whenever I used to go to Canada, I'll tell you this though: one part that gets me through Canada. Then you deserve to die. Going and getting your Molson. icy waters. Yeah, going and getting your Molson and your Labatt Blue. How about this, though? Have you been down and to the... And was legal. To the, to the Tampa area yet? Mm-mm. When you're going from Tampa over to St. Pete? On I, these, I've heard about that bridge, though. On these super long bridges that just don't even seem right. I have always wondered about that and what they do. And are those shut down when you, when a hurricane hits? I would hope so. Or what happens if a chunk just decides to fall apart, and then how much of, a, of it is falling apart? And then what do you do from there? Don't you think it's about time we start getting floaties for cars? Just like a nice inflatable floaty. Why hasn't that been invented yet? I'm surprised that they don't have them turn like down like, a, like it's the uh, Back to the Future car, and it just floats that way. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. So you have a car... And you push a little button, and it's like a super huge airbag, or even one of those things that you, like a raft, whenever mm-hmm. you get out of a plane. It looks you, like a hovercraft. Yeah. Why don't we have those yet? I'm serious. I'm telling you, if it came down to a couple of cars, and that one had the added feature, and I lived in Florida. imagine and you traveled if, bridges every day? Dude, imagine if there was a hurricane. And all of a sudden, you got like a Katrina. You know, and you're like, oh, man, my car could sit here and it could drown, or I could push this little button. All of a sudden, I got this uh, this this car boat, essentially. Mike in the 407. What, Mike? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. I've got a theory on why the uh, the, the networks put those uh, weather people out in the storms like that. Why is that? They, they want to be the first one where one of them gets impaled by something. <laughs> uh, you know, you're right. It would be huge. Dude, you're right onto something. And I want to be the first one to see that. They, I would love it. It's all with the hopes of something bad happening to that weather person. Because it's not like they couldn't report the weather from inside of a studio, and it's not like they couldn't just have a camera out there. But no, they're combining the two for the plain and simple fact for you to watch that weather reporter get thrown all over the place by the water and the wind. You know what I'm surprised hasn't happened with cars yet? You were saying the floaty thing. I'm surprised that Asians haven't made cars with gills yet. Back to that, huh? By the way, going back to something earlier, K-Mike says, white people don't loot. They just find cool stuff lying around the store shelves. Mm-hmm. That's stuff they need. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is hour two on a Monday night. Um, 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Wild Bill with a big announcement. We'll do that in just a little bit. But first, uh, I do want to talk about the real race. The real race was on Saturday out at Bithlow J-Dubs in the Orlando Speed World. How was it? It was great. Yeah? How'd you do? I, I, I want to talk about it in a second. I want Chunks to be able to respond to the trash talking that Otto has been throwing out. First, though, I would like a couple of things. It is one of my fascinations now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wild Bill from Sales phone calls to other shows. <laughs> I love him on this show. Mm-hmm. But when he <laughs> is on other shows, it is glaringly uncomfortable. Um, Douche chill is a very appropriate way of uh, terming it. So Saturday night, I'm on my way out to Bithlow, and I'm listening to the Soul Brother, who, as <laughs> usual, is doing a fantastic Saturday night program. Uh, SBK Live, you have to check it out. I'm sure you do. It is just, it is very good. And then I hear this. Let's talk to Wild Bill, Wild Bill. from Orlando Speed World. Wild Bill, you're on Real Radio. Hey, what's happening, guys? Oh, dude, you're going to have to get to a quieter area. It's a party out here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. All right, here's the deal. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right, I don't want to yell and be over like a jackass on the air. All right, um, too late. Guys, Never. it's on. The race is on. I'm getting the word out. Come to the damn racetrack. Orlando Speed World is kicking ass, okay? It is on. The rain did not stop us. It's not raining out here at all. There you have it. All right. There it is. <laughs> All right, Bill, we'll call back and check in with us a little later. Uh, All right. The war is on. The war is on. All right. So you know that Soul Brother didn't mean call back. Mm-mm. Oh, but someone thought, hey, I have another invitation. Why not just keep calling back? Again, this is from SBK Live Saturday nights. you got to check it out. It's very, very good radio. I think SBK should have been broadcasting live from Bethlehem personally in the Orlando Speed World. I'd have loved to have Burger, Angel, everybody out there since Tuttle and Drunky were out there. Gomer, too. But I guess Wild Bill forgot. <laughs> um, here's the second call. Wild Bill, you're on Real Radio. Guys. What's up, man? Please do not think I'm trying to mess up your show because I'm not doing that. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. All right. Um, no, I don't want to keep calling and calling. Look, there's... <laughs> Here's the thing. Now you can hear me. It's a little quiet. I can hear you loud and clear now. Okay, very good. I'm not going to speak loudly and be overmodulated. So very calmly. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, there's no rain at all. All right? All right. <laughs> Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Check. <laughs> Drunky, you still have a chance to get out here and see Drunky get blown up. You still have a chance to get out here and see Tuttle get blown up. Do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, I hear you. Oh, yeah, we hear it all. Not, not a blown, blown up, guys. Well, Bill, we're up. Hey, dude. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Wait. See you guys later. All right, Bill. We didn't want to get away in, in the way of your conversation you were having there. God. That guy. Oh, boy. All right. Talk uh, about... Not one, but two calls. Uh-huh. Rate me once, shame on you. Rate me twice, shame, shame on me. me. 
Well, Bill, all I, right, I can take a jump. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we need his open. Um, Wild Bill from Sales, the only guy uh, with a uh, sales guy with an open here in the hideout. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, of a bitch. that works in the third floor. Wild Bill from Sales. Alright, I gotta get a. I should have gone to real TV and watched how uncomfortable he looked while he was listening to himself. <laughs> or did he even look uncomfortable? He's got his back to me. Chunks? No, he's got that crazy look. Just that no, crazy? it's a serious look and because I was seriously listening. And, um, <laughs> also, too, I know it doesn't technically count, but I think he may have coerced somebody else into calling in uh, SBK Live because it was getting a little too awkward. No, 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 no. For him to the keep calling is, back? Guys, as you know, I'm going to just say this, okay? No, mm-hmm. I'm serious. You put me on the spot. That's cool. Because nothing will get me off center. I just want to piss you off. She's no. trying killing us. But Hang that's on for a, later. That's hold, for later. Hold the harvest. Anyway, hold check this out. <laughs> what is the truth is, and I'm being serious about this, <laughs> we needed help because it was raining, okay? It was raining. I've never seen it rain so much in my life. How are we supposed to conduct a race? With the Thai food, I ask you. <laughs> that's anyway. what I was wondering as I was driving out there. <laughs> And I'm glad I tuned in SBK Live to see if the race was still going. Now, you missed the really uncomfortable call. Uh-oh. Because there was another call where he kept yelling, the war is on, the war is on, the war is on. Oh. So you missed that one. Yeah. Let's go to Leprechaun. What's up, Leprechaun? Hey, guys. Yo. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? I've been calling you for a while, and I love the, the hell out of you. All right. So but I pissed SBK off, and I didn't mean to. When he was uh, rambling on about uh, Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. let's set the record straight. Point one, he never said anything dirty in his comedy. This guy is the only one who's black that I would want president. <laughs> what are we talking about now? We're a little off the topic about? right now, but thank Radio you. Jihad. What the hell? The funny, the funny thing is, even while Bill was looking around confused, what the hell's wrong with this person? Call SBK and apologize. Amen. You don't have to call Brother us. behind the mirror. Car salesman in the 407. Car salesman, go. Hey, yo, you know those uh, floaties that I was talking about? The Hi, only ones that are going to come standard on is black cars. Aw, don't be Aww. racist. What the hell? All right, two Man. calls have nothing to do with what we're talking about. That is not right. All right, let's talk about the real race. All right. I had a fantastic time. And, Trunks, I know you'd like to retort something that Otto said, I guess, during the fight. Go. go ahead. Yeah. Um, Mr. Otto, I guess, felt the need not only to badmouth myself, but you as well. How so? He said that we drive like little girls. Now, I'm not sure about Hefe. I don't know. I didn't really get to spend uh, much time looking at him, considering I basically had a car fire going on the entire length of the race. <laughs> well, you were smoking in your car, for, so that's one part of it. That's not my fault, man. The wiring shouldn't smoke. Were you smoking in your car? Maybe. That's great. What? <laughs> there was a sign, though, that said, please don't smoke. But I did yeah, anyway. Because I was about to die, because Wild Bill, first off... Was driving like a maniac, dude, spinning out. Look everywhere. at him, tailing us. I'm talking, dude. He was I'm going. Turning around. He was going 60, like tailing, like and <laughs> yeah, they, like purposely go. on the right rear bumper where they said stay away from, otherwise you're going into the wall. How many times did you turn, like spin out? 
uh, I don't know, three. And the, thing, and the thing is, he'd spin out and get on the grass and, like, aim for somebody that was coming around the track. So, I mean, he'd be, like, revving up and he'd just gun out, not even stopping or slowing down. Because, because you know why, Tuttle? Okay. I forgot what car Tuttle was driving in, so it was my job. I made it my business to take everybody out just to make sure I got Tuttle. Yeah. And then in that's it between him and no, Otto, dude. I'm just messing with. I'm now, a, you know, yeah, you know what that I consider myself a nut. No, a quasi <laughs> hideout. What do you call it? What do you call it? What do you call heretic? It? There you go. That's Thanks me. for knowing. All that's right, it's the Hideout Row Radio one four point. Let me recap this real quick. This real race. So, I Otto was not driving like a grandma. I had a plan. Because I knew all the cars were going to die out. My thing was the hare and the tortoise, slow and steady, wins the race. And guess what? The hideout was the only show to have both of their contestants finish the race. I I noticed that. That was an amazing mirror. Jack won. Cabin Boy came in second. I got third. And Chunks got fourth. Yeah, and my car apparently smoking the entire time, and Hefe mm-hmm. could have easily said, hey, dude, your car's on fire, get <laughs> out. But no, I guess not. And Otto seems to neglect the fact that he didn't even finish the race, so I really don't think he can talk crap if he couldn't even get around. Now, let me... He's whining about his tire. But, but, but if my tire didn't bust. Hey, man, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, what a wonderful Christmas twit be. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. What, what is that? Yeah. That's classic. Uh, I mean, that's really old. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh, don't turn me off. Mike in the A63 wants to comment on the race. Go. go ahead, Mike. Hey, all, turn we, me all off. we could see from the grandstands was some big old Harry uh, from Wild Bill in his car. It's some Texas Chainsaw Massacre Harry Arms <laughs> driving his car, swerving all over the place. Dude, you know what? Out. Dude, it was crazy, man. Dude, that is. Like a- that, that is a great analogy. Not necessarily Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Have you ever seen Jeepers Creepers? No. Where that car just starts coming up behind you and was like bumping the uh, the mm-hmm. rear bumper trying to get you to move over? That was this son of a bitch yeah. right here who spun out three times. Let me say this, too. Okay. About the real race, just real fast. It was a great time. I couldn't tell whether or not it was exciting because I was trying to stay awake. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the way they had everything filtered in the car was appropriate because I almost passed out about seven times from what I believe was carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> I'm driving, dude, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm that, having a, I'm sleepy. That's and half I'm, the fun of it. I going, looked forward to that part. And I'm going 50 miles an hour, you know, in a circle, and I'm thinking to myself, why can't I stay awake? Man, I'm nauseous. What's going on here? I almost tapped. Thank God the race ended. I think I almost uh, would have died. Wild Bill. We went the 404 laps. Not no, you. No, you didn't. Chunks and I did. Auto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Bobby Hill in the 420. What's yeah, up, Bobby? Hey, guys. I'm watching you guys on Real Radio TV, and I swear to God, Wild Bill has the creepiest stoner slash thousand yard stare eyes. It looks like he just got done smoking a blunt in Vietnam. All right, see, that's the thing. I keep getting that about Wild Bill on Real TV. It's the camera and the lighting. Thank you. On RealRadio.fm. He just stares at it, though. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, because thing. I've never seen anything like it. It's a little camera on a little tripod. Hey, <laughs> man. <laughs> Your will confuses me. Bye, poor Steve, over in Full Blown AIDS. What's up? Dot com. Hey, buddy. Wild Bill has black eyes. 
lifeless eyes. Like a doll's eyes. Like doll's yeah, eyes. exactly. I've never seen a salesman go down, uh, stay up after uh, eight barrels. Cut them open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's Wild good. Bill. That's good. <sighs> All right. Okay, so then. thank you. For yeah, uh, the real race. You're welcome. Oh, and if, if, if it looked like I was having trouble seeing when I got done, it is because I had a little piece of Chevy Nova sticking in my eye after Dirty Jim sideswiped me, and there's not even any, like, paper or anything on the window. No, there wasn't. There was the front windshield, which mm. was completely fogged, and no other glass anywhere else. There shouldn't have been. Uh, what kind of car were you driving again? The crappy, what was it, a Sable? <laughs> sable. Yes, a Sable. No. It's not the meant course, to go that I fast. Had, I a had a Thunderbird. Yeah, a Thunderbird. But do you know why? Why? Because it was the last one there. I was last in getting out. Do you know why? Why? I have no because idea. all the fire suits were taken. Why? I had to have... I Why? forget her name. Anyways, I had to have this woman help Why? me put mine on. Why? <laughs> because right. it didn't fit. Why? Did you oh, because it her. was for a shorter person. Why? Why? All right, that's the end of the questioning. <laughs> Why? I'm <laughs> getting mad. Stop looking at me, man. Why? People are telling me on realradio.fm, they're watching real TV, his gaze is draining their soul. And you know what? I was thinking that before I got on the air tonight. Why? I thought, I hope that doesn't happen. Why? The gaze? No. <laughs> they're taking over. All right. Can I, can I just say in closing to Otto, uh, next time learn how to take a turn, not going like a maniac, and you won't blow your tire out. Maybe you'll do better next time. And, and I would like to say something to... <laughs> I swear to God. Can I tell you something? I had the race. I had the race. I had the race. I don't have it. I had it. Lost it. But which is your uh, least favorite race? That's what I, I want to know. Gonna... What's that? What was your least favorite race? My least favorite race? Yes. That I've ever been in? No, that you've encountered. I can't say that. <laughs> I refuse to say that. But. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Right. Uh, Chris Gotti is here from Sun on the Beach, of course, where we did Extreme Midget Cage Match Wrestling uh, at the beginning of this month. We will take a break and come back. I'm assuming the big announcement with him and Wild Bill mm-hmm. has to do with something like that. We'll find out next in the Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Two on a Monday night. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. While Bill in studio. You can see him on Real TV, Road Radio.fm, along with our buddies from Sun on the Beach, where we did Extreme Midget Cage Match Wrestling earlier this month. All right, people are just pouring in with their comments. I guess they didn't see Wild Bill the first go around on Real TV on Road Radio.fm. I'm getting this. Oh, my God. Wild Bill looks like an older, evil Cartman. Who's Cartman? I don't know who that is. South Park. Hey, man. What, uh, is my microphone off? Yes. No, no. it's on. It's, the on button is oh, not lit. Just go talk. Right. Does that make you feel better? Yes. <laughs> Leprechaun 386. Stop. Guys. All right. Yeah. Just check. I love you. All right. Know this. Jump. Uh... uh Wild Bill, a.k.a. John Mark Carr, no, Radio Jihad. Radio Jihad. 
You just started that one off real bad, John man. John Mark Carr, no. By the way, I'm hearing John Mark Carr. I'm hearing your chick did not show up to the real race. Wow, Bill, what you're was, right. What was that? What was it that? She had to go shopping with her mom. Does that mean you killed her? No. Stop trying to try. Let me tell you something. Is your girlfriend Tyler Durden? <laughs> <laughs> Does she laugh a lot? Yeah, he's so mad at us right now. Don't be Does she mad. sell soap? <laughs> Don't be mad, Wild Bill. You know I'm not. I'm you. looking at the camera. Oh, <laughs> good eye contact. you got to go to Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Now, here's the thing. We love Wild Bill uh, and Wild Bill from Sales. Let's play his open, by the way. We always got to have his open standing by and ready to go. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, of a bitch. that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. That's awesome. All right, Wild Bill, um, we have you here for a big announcement. We've brought in Chris Gotti, of course, son on the beach, Old Town Kissimmee. We did the extreme midget cage match wrestling out there, along with the monsters. It was badass, as Mr. Russ Rollins would say. Just packed to the gill. So incredibly insane. Um, We got invited back, I'm assuming, to do it again. What's the big announcement, boys? Chris? Well, last time we had, what, about 1,500 people show up to the club. It was absolutely insane, and we had everybody calling in, voting on the weapons. And if somebody said pizza cutters, we took the pizza cutters, and the midgets were literally beating the crap out of each other. Bill and I had a talk, and we said, how can we step this up? What can we do to make this event absolutely amazing? And we thought, and we sat there and said... Women's erotic wrestling, along with extreme midget wrestling. Holy cow! Women's erotic wrestling. And guys, when you hear women's erotic wrestling and you think women's wrestlers and whatnot, and you think butch it's unbelievable. and really, really big you know, butch girls, let me just show you guys what we got here. To give you a little, a little of an explanation, last time I brought you midget porn. Yes. Well, uh, this time, as you can see, this is uh, some very, very nice lesbian porn. And uh, Let me tell you something about the midget porn. Yeah. I watched it, and I used it on my big screen TV so it looked normal. All right. I'm looking at this. That's classic. This is 12 uh, hours uh, of wow. submissive co-ed sluts. 62 sluts, to be exact. 57 scenes. 12 intense hours. Yes. Are now, these... This is to, pr- to show Ooh. you guys what yeah. these girls look like. We have G.I. Ho... <laughs> and Jessica Blade. I, I know her. From WEW, Women's Exotic, Women's Erotic Wrestling. And uh, these girls are absolutely beyond G. hot. G.I. Ho is hot. G.I. Ho is... Un- well, we figured we're doing the event on Labor Day. It's Monday, September 4th. What better way to show our support for Labor Day than bring in G.I. Ho, the all-American... She's an all-American hero. Uh-huh. G.I. Ho. Let's uh, put this in front of the camera so everybody can see G.I. Ho. She is absolutely gorgeous. That's right. And Jessica Blade <laughs> is stunning yes, as well. All right, all right, these... There we go. All right, so hold can on a second. Tell me, tell me where to move it, guys. Up, down. All right, hold right on. Right there's good, Bill. Mm-hmm. Push it in further, Bill. Push uh, it in. There oh, yeah. you the go. The picture, like yes. That. The picture. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> yes. Let's isolate that for other things. Um, all right, Ho-Ho Sugar Bear wants to know, while Bill shopping with her mom, how old is she, 10? <laughs> She's a good girl. Oh, I keep the uh, back to school the light time. Went out. Why did the light go out? Hang on, we're trying to have a little it. bit of a technical difficulty. He switched the camera. Angles. Sugar, whatever her name is, that's a very all right interesting question. Doesn't she go shopping? All right. The oh, Wild Hawk says, "Wild Bill makes me think as if Captain Spaulding had a kid." 
and I could see that. Captain Spaulding from uh, Sp- uh, uh, Star Trek. No, this is Captain Spaulding. What's up, bro? Hey. <laughs> What's going on, Captain? Do you know where the moon was September 11th when it happened? Where? It was the old half moon. Even the light burned out, son of a... That rose at midnight. It was straight up at the attack. Captain Spaulding, can you hold on just for a few minutes? Uh, I've got oh, you wait, and us. Uh, <laughs> hold, hold on. I've got you and Sir Gary on hold, uh, so I'm going to come back to you guys in just a few minutes, all right? All right, yeah, so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think so. Well, the camera's broken, the mic's not. Right. One, two, three. Be careful, Wild Bill. All right. There we go. All right, now, Chris Gotti, son on the beach. Yeah. All right, so what exactly is going to go on with these two chicks? Okay. Now, let me say something. When That's the reason I actually brought in the porno, because there's certain stuff that we cannot say on the air what these oh, girls are going to do. When I say women's erotic wrestling, we're talking whipped cream. We want you guys to, uh, we want the listeners to call in and vote on the erotic weapons that they want to see these girls use. We're talking, I, you know, think, you know, brainstorm, bananas. I, uh, the, I want them to beat each other with a rubber fist. <laughs> I think we can arrange a rubber I, fist. That is, hold on a second. Now, let me, all right, 407-916-104. Now, here's something. Something interesting, Chris Gotti, that we actually did. If people go to hideoutheretics.net in the images and media section, they may even be on YouTube. The hideout once before did something with a couple of interns called dildo fencing. Yes. And okay. I think something like it was like a certain amount of points well, for uh, hits to the chest and two the chin. Point, two points for the chest or five points for the chin. So now these two incredibly hot chicks are going to be doing yes. this? Yes. Oh, my God. They are absolutely gorgeous, man. Yes, they are. What are they going to be fighting with, though, Chris? What are they going to be fighting with? Yes, what weapons? Well, we're starting out. I I just threw whipped cream out there and Mm -hmm. said, okay. I mean, who does not want to see two extremely hot girls fighting whipped cream? That's incredible. So we threw that at them. (laughs) They said they are open to any erotic weapons that we can think of. So anything that you guys want to see them use? Call out and tell us what you I, want to see. All right, I mean, Dubs is right with the rubber fist. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm that, hands down th- with that. Th- uh, that is something that we've been trying to put together, what, for the longest time? Yeah, I've always wanted one of those rubber fists with a big anchor on the arm. For right. yourself? No, just uh, oh. for fun. <laughs> yeah, just for intern punishment. <laughs> yep. All right, 407-916-1041, Have we been able to get the photos up yet? Can you see them online? If we if we go to Real TV on RealRadio.fm, let's take a break. Come back and see if we can figure that out. More with Chris Gotti and Wild Bill. All right, when is this happening? Is this happening it's a week from tonight? It's on Labor Day. It's one week from tonight. All right. And it's at Sun the Beach Labor Day. Uh, doors are at eight o'clock, and uh, you can call our ticket hotline. It's four zero seven four zero eight forty four sixty six, or get your tickets at uh, SunOnTheBeach.com. Okay. Uh, we're also we're raising the ring three feet because last time the event became so massive, yeah. fifteen hundred people, to where you realize you know the ring is up a couple of feet and you think this is going to be great and then you realize hey they're midgets right. so what the hell's going on we can't see what's going on now we're raising the ring so there's not going to be one view in the house that you cannot see every single thing that's going to be Perfect. going on raising the ring raising the ring we're adding <laughs> women's erotic wrestling and the midgets are going to be doing two extreme midget fights it is going to be insane i'm getting so insane. much of this chronic heretic says seeing wild bill on real tv on real radio.fm makes me feel like he's staring into my soul i want to curl up into the fetal position and cry bill can i tell you something sure all right it's a hideout real radio 104.1 
All right, Dubs, here we are on a Monday night. Real Radio 104.1, the big announcement has been made. The hideout going back to Sun on the Beach, Old Town Kissimmee. Um, right off of I-4, exit 65 in the heart of Old Town Kissimmee. Sun on the Beach for Extreme Midget Wrestling. All right. And last time it sold out, so you're going to want to make sure you get your tickets early, 407-408-4466. All right, that's the new number. That's the new number. I had a different number. Yep. I would also like to direct people to sun, that's S-U-N, onthebeach.com for photos of the big announcement. We're going to have the midgets wrestling. The stage is now three feet higher, or the ring is, but... The, what are these girls called again? G.I. Ho. G.I. Ho. I... <laughs> and Jessica Blade. Blade. Oh, my goodness. And they goodness. are with WEW. You've seen them on pay-per-view. You've seen them on television. These girls are just drop-dead gorgeous. And uh, right. we wanted to step it up from last time. I think, you know, people didn't r- realize what the extreme of what happened last mm-hmm. time. For anybody that was not there, it was insane. I mean, the pizza cutters and the staples and everything was real. And it was the, Yeah, the crowd was packed. What's better than a bloody midget? Absolutely. A bloody chick. And what's worse than showing up and being locked out because you didn't get your tickets ahead of time. Yeah, you oh, know, everybody I says... Time. I got time. Everybody no, always says, don't. get them in advance. Get your tickets in advance. You know, and but we really mean it because I believe, we sold out 1,500 people and we had to turn away so many people. It I was be- insane. I believe, too, uh, Daniel and Blackbean from the Monsters are going to be with us this Wonderful. go-round on Monday night. That is a week from tonight. Get your tickets now. And this is going to be an even... I think better card than last time. It's going to be a much better. Last time we did the one a midget steel cage match. This time we're going to have two midget matches where they're going to be breaking out of the ring, jumping off of the bars, uh, pizza cutters, staple guns, thumbtacks, you name it. And then now we're also adding the women's erotic wrestling. You can, it doesn't get better than that. You're talking whipped cream, and we want you guys to vote on the weapons. All you right. say what type of erotic weapons you want to see these girls use. And once oh, you see the pictures, it's... trust me, your mind's going to start racing. All right, the... I hear a contest coming on. I believe the link is up on uh, realradio.fm. All right, well, very good, boys. Extreme women's wrestling, also extreme midget wrestling. Erotic. erotic. Women's erotic. Yeah, extreme with erotic. uh, All right, very good. And that is going on a week from tonight at uh, Sun on the Beach. Again, that's S-U-N on the beach dot com. Uh, The ticket hotline, 407-408-4466. As I look at G.I. Ho no and Jessica kidding. Blade, I'm just, I always wonder, like, where the hot chicks are who do porn, and then the hot chicks who are going to, like, sensually beat each other up, uh, who they are, and, like, how can we meet them? Um, can we get these well, girls I'm in actually, studio? I'm picking them up from the airport. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got the lucky uh, position to go pick them up. So, uh, I, I made I made sure I jumped on that. <laughs> what are you what doing, are you doing Bill? Bill? What was that, Nothing. Bill? <laughs> go ahead. I'm just listening. Listening. All right. I pronounce it like a CH. Now, it is on Labor Day, and we, you know, we do something wrong with you. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's on Labor Day. Right. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with Labor Day, because by the end of Labor well, Day... and Labor Day, I mean, uh, everybody has a day off. Everybody wants to do something kind of round out the weekend. And it's usually great. what? You cook out in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Start it off with a barbecue, and then go watch uh, two girls beat each other up with dildos and whipped cream. I mean, it, I don't think it really gets better. And then midgets, bleeding. And uh, yeah, I would like it, to say something for the Labor Day. I never involve myself with anything unless it's bigger than life. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Okay, well, like okay. if you have a dream about <laughs> midgets wrestling and wake up and think, wow, that was cool, that's what this is. 
a dream about chicks wrestling, you know, with uh, exotic, like you said, weapons of choice. That's very cool. Yes, that's what this is. And uh, just take a look at those boobies in the picture. No, absolutely. Uh, those things, let me just tell you, we can't guarantee that that top is going to stay on the final round. We just can't guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, um, that would be awful. We would love off. to, you know, we'd love to say it's, that it's going to be safe. Barely, it's That's why the show is 18 and up. It's barely on now. If you look at it, it's really barely on at this point. Let's um, go to, I have another picture for you to see. I'd like to yeah. see that. If Let's go to Josh in the 407. What's up, Josh? Hey, bro. What you got? Um, I got an idea for your midget wrestling. All right. A weapon taser. A taser? Yes. How do we... Uh, how about this? We, we need erotic stuff, too, for well, the women. We, maybe we need to call in our boy Napier. Hey, let me have a pen. Have him build a, a, uh, a cattle prod uh, marital aid? Yes, exactly. A, an electric marital aid, if you can. How do you spell that? I'm writing it down. Just sound it out like you listening. Marital aid. Okay. <laughs> erotic Mar-a-laid. or electric? What was it? Electric. 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 Because if it were one of those... Because he did it with, like, a Nerf gun, mm-hmm. so I'm sure he could do it with an erotic toy. I don't, think that, I don't think that would be a problem. The cane in the 386. What's up, the cane? What's happening, man? What you got? I got two things. As far as uh, the, the weapons, it's got to be like a dildo helmet. A dildo helmet. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of funny. Like she's a unicorn. I'm rolling it down. And then you gotta have you gotta have Wild Bill's big ass in there with Matt Albert and sumo wrestling like a pre-match. Uh, okay. Again, who we, is this punk? Again, we cannot uh, guarantee that their boobs will not be let flopping me, out. Let, let right. me tell you something. I want that guy's phone number. Uh, uh, here's, Got it. Here's what I'd like to do. Actually, here's what I'd like to do. I don't know it would never happen because he's quote unquote respectable on that third floor. Yes. But I'd love to see Matt and Wild Bill just in unitards. <laughs> <laughs> now, they don't have to wrestle, but just walking around at the event in a nice big unitard. Yeah, a little single up for him? Yeah, single at. Maybe you could be the, one of the girls' coaches. You could be on one corner of the ring, Wild Bill. Matt Albert could be in the other. You guys could cut little promos beforehand, talking trash. Are you taking a look at this evil stare? I, well, no, I no, can't. No, 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 no. I'm listening with... I'm I'm listening. <laughs> Got to see it on real TV on real radio.fm. He's so creepy. <laughs> you guys, I'm smiling. How can that be creepy? It's mm. a smile of... Well, it's an inviting smile. All right, J-Dubs. Yeah, the one I imagine at a playground. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I know where you sit. <laughs> um, yes, by sir. the way, just to show how extreme this was, and literally how badass it was, too, you got to go to hideoutheretics.net, I believe under the uh, images and media section. There's a whole, like, 200, 250 pictures of last time's event with the Extreme Cage Match Wrestling, just to show how packed it is. So make sure you get your tickets early. Do it up now. Well, boys, we appreciate y'all coming in. Thank, Thank you, you very us. much. We'll pack uh, us again. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you guys with the girls, uh, maybe b- before the end of the week. That would be really nice, too, if we were able to meet them in person and get people to log on to Real TV on RealRadio.fm. And we do just want to say one more time, I mean, just remember to get your tickets in advance. We hated turning people away, but it became so big. If you could just... People were 
were buying so many tickets at the time. We weren't calling buying two tickets or three. They were saying we want groups of eight and we want uh, you know ten t- ten tickets, fifteen tickets, and we sold out so fast that we actually had to turn people away. If you call 407-408-4466 or go to sunonthebeach.com, that's S-U-N, sunonthebeach.com, get your tickets in advance. It is going to be even bigger this time, even better. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It ruined Wizard of Oz for me forever, <laughs> and I watch the damn thing every year when uh, it comes on. And also, too, you want to go to Sun on the Beach, S-U-N. Uh, sunonthebeach.com to see G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade, the two chicks who are going to be erotic extreme wrestling, or whatever, erotic wrestling, whatever it is. It's two girls hitting each other with marital aids. Dubs, it's our <laughs> dream. Are you kidding? What a fantastic way to spend your Labor Day. Uh, your Labor Day. Thank you, boys. Chris Gotti Thank and the you. boys, Sun on the Beach, S-U-N, onthebeach.com. Thank you, Wild Bill from Sales. It's a Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Space. All right, Dubs, back in the hideout, wrapping up hour two. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. Dubs, mm-hmm. we got five pair of the tickets to give away tonight. Oh, awesome. For extreme midget wrestling and also to erotic women's wrestling. Women's erotic wrestling. All happening in the same night. On Labor Day, a week from tonight. So we'll give away those tickets, five pair of tickets. Remind me, boys, before the end of the night, we got to give those out. Icky in the 321. We got Icky. Icky? Yes. That's you, Vicky. Oh, hello. Hello, guys. What's going on? What you got, sweetie? All right. No, what you guys ought to do is take the little midgets and slingshot them. (laughs) Fix a big slingshot and shoot them at all the guys. Uh, You know, that's not a bad idea to do. A midget slingshot would be fun. A midget slingshot. Wouldn't that be? Or either a cannon-like and pop them out of. How much have you drank tonight? Uh, hell, fine, nice. <laughs> All right, sweetie, thank you. <laughs> nice. Oh wow. All right, so we got to I get. We got a couple of games to give away. Some stuff too. We could do a headlines game show. I got a couple of things I wanted to talk about that I'd be willing to give out prizes. In fact, I'll have one in a second. Wonderful. Um, do you want you want to get a little update from Sir Gary? Well, I wanted to do. Tommy has a new segment that he oh, wanted okay. to debut. And then we can get to Sir Gary. Tommy, what is this? This this will be a one-and-done question game. Okay. uh, Every day we do those daily promos that light up the station throughout the day that everyone loves, I'm sure. But not many people know that occasionally you guys have flubs, and I have to to edit them down. Can you play the promo that ran this weekend? Is that possible? Do you think you should have? Or has it been killed? That's what I'd like to do during this, if it's possible, to play the promo how it sounded, then play how it sounded us trying to put it together. All right, here we go. On the next Hideout. Hey, it's F.A. and Dubs from the Hideout. Weeknights on Real Radio 104.1. Saturday at 11 is Heretic Hoop It Up. Also, the real race this weekend. We'll talk about all that. Plus the opportunity to get caught up on all the TV shows in our DVR and the season finale of Entourage. Okay, we'll talk, talk about, about Entourage. That. And JFK. Was it an assassination or a bad haircut? Monday on the Hideout. <laughs> All right. Funny. Informative, funny. Reminds me I need to talk about Entourage as well. Um, so we're going to do a game with this one with the uh, raw footage of it, the raw uh, audio, 
And uh, can people win a prize with it? Yeah, sure. They if you want to. 1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. First caller. Well, this is going to be a work in progress. This one will be a one and done. Maybe okay. soon we can do uh, multiple questions. We'll just sort of test it this out. This is for midget tickets. Yes. Well, I'll play my little intro for it. Oh, okay. How many clubs could the J-Dubs club? I know. Flumpy Port. Oh, it's just me? I'm the only one getting called out here? Uh, I like it, because I don't ever mess up. Your name, uh, Randon. Actually, that's uh. the question today. Who flubbed more this time? Was it Hefe or was it J-Dubs? All right, 407-916-1041, and your singular wireless phone. We need two people. One person picks Hefe, another person picks Dubs. Yeah, that'll work. All right, so two people get on the line, pick your pony. All right, I don't know if I necessarily like the idea of this game. It's going to make us sound like morons. No. Right, while we're getting people lined up on the phones, play the promo one more time. I need to remember what we were supposed to talk about. On the next Hideout. Hey, it's F.A. and Dubs from the Hideout. Weeknights on Real Radio 104.1. Saturday at 11 is Heretic Hoop It Up. Also, the real race this weekend. We'll talk about all that. Plus the opportunity to get caught up on all the TV shows in our DVR and the season finale of Entourage. I know we'll talk about that. And JFK. Was it an assassination or a bad haircut? Monday on the Hideout. All right, call now for midget wrestling tickets and call now uh, to play the game. All right, we get our two people. And one person picks Hefe, one person picks Dubs. What's up, Joe? Who do you think? Joe, who? Uh, you, all right, Joe's gonna go with Dubs. All right, and that's gonna leave. You get just get their name real quick and put them on hold. Just punch them up. Come on, all right. Now I'm all day here. Put them on hold. Hello. Who is this? Jeff. Jeff. All right, all right. Jeff. You're stuck with Hefe, okay? All right. All right. Put them on hold. Hold on a second. Here we go. All right. Play the open again, and let's uh, then play the uh, the raw footage. How many flubs for the J-Dubs flub? I know flub report. So did Hefe flub more, or did J-Dubs? It's let's... always Dubs, or whatever. What? I've sure? been in there with you. All right, here we go. Hey, it's Hefe and Dubs from the Hideout Weeknights on Roll Radio 104.1. Saturday at 11 is Heretic Hoop It Up. Also, Saturday night, The Real Race. Hey, it's F.A. and Dubs from the Hideout. Oh. <laughs> Saturday at 11 is Heretic Hoop It Up. Also, the real race this weekend. We'll talk about all that, plus the opportunity to get caught up on TV shows on my DVR with the season finale of Entourage Dubs, and oh. we'll talk about that. Plus the, plus the chance to get caught up on all the TV shows on our DVR and the season finale of Entourage. Finality, wow. twice. <laughs> Once you get stuck on it. Yeah. Plus the opportunity to catch up on the, all the t- <laughs> Damn plus it. the opportunity to get caught up on all the TV shows in our DVR and the season finale of Entourage. I know we'll talk about that. And now Dubs, how many times does Dubs flub his funny? All right, let's go. And the JFK assassination. Wait. <laughs> and JFK was it an assassination or a bad haircut? One time. Oh, whatever. Usually <laughs> I'm you're two like, take Terry. Usually you're like fifty. Damn it. All right, Jeff wins the midget tickets. Jeff, congratulations. You're a winner. Hold on a second. You're a pro. I hate this game. Ass. And we have to do this every day, air checking ourselves? Might as well. Ah, sweet Jesus. All right. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Now Sorry, that... Joe. Sorry, Joe. You should have picked uh, Happy there. The safe bet is usually dubs. You what? should see this guy trying to... Get out his one line. And that's not fair, too, because I got like 90% of the lines. 
I'll take over the the beef of it. Well, this won't be the question every day. Sometimes it'll be, did Hefe mess up A, zero times, one time, oh, four right. times. Right, like you know, it'll constantly evolve so that way no one will know. Right, I like mixing it up a little bit. Um, all right, Dubs, hideoutheretics.net has the brand new uh, chat feature. Also, there are hidden, um, like, sections for mm-hmm. only special heretics, too. Which is very interesting awesome. as well. Um, in addition to that, so that's hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com. Go see our buddies over there. Before the show today, I watched the uh, Hideout Uncensored, uh, what's, what is he calling it, Maximum Content? With uh, that demand put together? Yes, that is completely just, uh, it blew my mind. I, I, I gave him a compliment after I saw it. The Hideout Uncensored is on, um, you can either see it there on myspace.com slash hideoutradio. It's topics that we couldn't cover on the air, mm-hmm. so we do them internet only. And what Demand did from the board on hideoutheretics.net, he went through and put video to the audio and even lined up the video, the retard menstruation, and also to the, I believe, the retard sex education. He lined up the video as we're talking about it so you can actually see what it is, we're t- it's craziness, dude. And, you know, we might reference something, and he'll go to a picture of that just so everybody gets the reference, and then when, like, you're talking, there's a picture of you up there. Dude, I couldn't be any prouder of the heretics. And people tuning into the hideout right now, maybe you wonder how it works. The heretics are the ultimate hardcore of the show. Um, they're the ones who come to everything, they do everything. They keep they, us afloat. You know, they, they, you know, they're calling a lot. They've made a names for themselves here in the hideout. And that's what we would want everybody to do. Then there are certain other, you know, got people who are friends. Maybe people only tune in during, you know, song, you know, commercials or whatever. But the heretics are the hardcores, and I'm going to say it now, the best fans uh, here in Orlando. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, I know other people have great followings, but I, I'd put the heretics up against anybody here in Orlando. Without a doubt. So, uh, nonetheless, you got to check out hideoutheretics.net and just for the videos that are on there, too. All right, I want to play another game. Since we have another pair of the uh, Extreme Midget Wrestling tickets and the Women's Erotic Wrestling going down a week from tonight at Sun on the Beach, here's what I'd like to do. 407-916-1041, 888 Again, you pick the person. All right, kind of a mini version of whose weekend was it? Which hideout member went a full 48 hours without showering? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? 407-9161. I'll even throw Matt in. Ah, what's already said? Matt, isn't it? So, although I don't know. But 407-916-1041, Call now for the Extreme Midget Wrestling tickets or... In addition to the women's erotic wrestling going on a week from tonight at Sun on the Beach, who went 48 hours without showering? 407-916-1041, Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. We'll find out next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Kicking off hour three. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Just announced... Extreme Midget Wrestling at Sun on the Beach is back in Old Town Kissimmee a week from tonight on Labor Day with the hideout. Added bonus, G.I. Ho, and I forget what the other girl's name is, but it's a couple of chicks. Oh, there she is, Jessica Blade. It's a couple of chicks who do women's erotic wrestling. All I'm going to say is this. jump After the girls wrestle and, like, hurt each other, I can't go into details to what happens. They make up. I'm just going to leave it at that. 
I don't know, a couple of really hot chicks. Friendship rings? Oh, no. Hmm. But they make up, apparently. <laughs> and then you got the mid Dude, oh, my God. All right, so this is going on. Dubs, did you hear that? I know you're late coming back from the break. <laughs> did I hear what? Apparently, after the girls wrestle mm-hmm. in the women's erotic wrestling, and we can't go too into depth with what happens, but when the girls are done wrestling and hurting each other, they then make up. They love each other? I guess. Mm. All I was told is they make up. That's what I was told to say on the air. So we're playing a mini version of Whose Weekend Was It? Um, that's where you pick one person from the show, Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. This is to win tickets to that wrestling event with the midgets and the hot chicks. And the question is, who went a full 48 hours without showering? Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Let's go to Big Rob in the 407. What do you got, Big Rob? Go ahead, buddy. Hello? Big Rob, that's you. Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got? What's your answer? Um, I say chunk. That's good enough. You're a winner, my friend. Hold on. Yes! <laughs> you got midget wrestling and uh, women's erotic wrestling tickets. Dubs, actually, the real answer was me. And then Chunks came running in here saying, uh, I don't know if you know this, but that was me, too. <laughs> you guys are dirty bastards. So both of you guys are re- uh, racing this weekend, and you aren't showering. So both of us went a full 48 hours without showering over the weekend. Why did you? Forgot. <laughs> How do you forget to shower? All right, let me give you my weekend real fast. All okay? right. So Saturday, we did Heretic Hoop It Up. Uh, details for that on hideoutheretics.net. Very light showing, disappointed in the showing, but I think it was partly rain, too. The people not knowing whether or not, in certain mm-hmm. areas, uh, it was raining. And then, right as we were wrapping up, we actually had to shut down early because of rain. Um, let me say this. EJ, t- EJ from the U, I schooled him. Yeah? I schooled EJ from the U. Made him look silly. And my team won all the games and his lost, all right? Did you make him call you Shockey? No. I should have, though. <laughs> I was I was running trash the whole bit. For the very last part, um, a couple of guys had left, so it was two on two. We were like, hey, L. Ross and my chick are just hanging out. Let's have them play so we can play three on three. Sorry, L. Ross. My chick schooled L. Ross. Wow. She scored a basket over him. She took a rebound away from him. Moves she him blocked one of his shots. And she kicked out an assist for me to hit a three over EJ for you. <laughs> It was, as soon as she made the basket, he knew, oh, man, this is getting talked about. <laughs> so, L. Ross, you're a great heretic, and you have a great family, and we love you, uh, but my chick should not have taken you to school. No. That heretic basket. Not at all. Um, so then, so check out my Saturday activities. Heretic Coop It Up. Mm-hmm. Then I lifted weights and ran later on in the day. All right. Then the real race. And, dude, that real race, I probably sweat off like five pounds. It was insane how hot and humid. I could feel that I had lost weight after the 104 laps. I'm imagining your undercarriage was like a rainforest. And then sex. Oh. So here's what I did. I showered before the real race Mm -hmm. and did not shower again until I came in for work today. A full 48 hours. And I was ripe. You're dirty, man. I mean, ripe like I felt bad for my cat, who would just be sitting on my lap. And I'm like, oh, you poor thing. Maybe you should go over there. This is gonna I'm be- sure when your cat jumped off you, it was all matted. 
I'm all matted. Just from the uh, the condensation. Dude, it was so dirty. But you know what's odd? Do you like your own smell? I can, to a point, and then I start disgusting myself out. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, I, I've I actually dry heaved from my own stench before if it's gotten too bad. I could see that. Yeah. See, I... I don't want to get too graphic, but I haven't gone to the restroom a lot, mm-hmm. so I've been all right. It was just more being active and sweaty, you know what I mean? So I kind of dug it. I was like, hmm, I smell like a man. All right, whatever. This is me being a grown-up. Uh, it's you being an eight-year-old. Eight-year-olds don't shower for two days. Do you remember when you were a kid and your family had to have that talk with you of, maybe you should start wearing deodorant? <laughs> Did you ever have that when you were growing up? Yeah, I had that, and uh, I hated showering as a kid. I don't know why. I absolutely hated it. I would go so far as to just turning on the shower and just standing in the bathroom. <laughs> so the shower was on and everything. They thought, I, and I'd just stick my head in, get my hair wet, and then walk out. Dude, I don't know what it is either. Because once I get into the shower, I'm cool with showering. I love it. In fact, I kind of took a long one today. But Showering is actually very fun. For some reason, for 48 hours, I couldn't convince myself to... Just go upstairs and get into the shower. I was like, eh. Then, oh, to make make it even worse, on Sunday, me and my chick went putt-putting over here at the Congo River or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I skunked her. But it was so hot and humid. Why, your armpit? Yeah. (laughs) It was so hot and humid. Sweating again. Then worked out again. Then 45 minutes of cardio this morning. You're like that Strahan commercial. Yeah. Oh, even worse. All right, she's, first of all, she goes, my chick adding in. Uh, so I'd never played before. Just rubbing the salt into uh, L. Ross's wounds of her schooling him. And then she's like, I didn't know you had gone that long without showering. Yeah, you guys had sex while you you were that dirty? Well, I was just real race dirty. Talk about salt and wounds. Okay! Oh, what? Oh, come on! Shock jock. <laughs> Alright, people are telling me they feel bad for my chick. Don't be. I think she likes the stench just as much. Let's go to Neanderthal on the 407. What's up, Neanderthal? Oh, what's up, man? What you got? All right, man. I got a suggestion for a weapon. Okay. All right, man. I want to see two phalluses, two marital aids, mm-hmm. tied together with a piece of rope and make nunchucks. <laughs> Dude, you're... That is awesome. Right, tell you what. Hold on. You're going to this thing if you can. It's oh, a week. Yeah. It's a week from the night. I like That'd the be I- awesome. I like the idea of nunchuck marital aids. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I did this weekend. Hold on a second. Oh, uh, but I was so exhausted from everything I did Saturday, I couldn't move at all Sunday. Except for we went putt-putting, and we went over to Imperial Dynasty. And uh, I love the Chinese food over there. It's so good. Actually, yeah, last weekend I ordered food from there. Very good stuff. Saw our our old intern, Putin. Yeah? Didn't even say hi to me. Just waved. (laughs) Didn't want to muster up a, hey, how's it going? And then, and it must have been because I saw him, because last night I had a wrestling dream about Hooch. It what? Hold on. Vader bomb. It's Vader time. (laughs) Here's what's going on. Dude, so I was, it was like we were in an arena. All right, and it was like a big guy, like a Kamala or an Andre the Giant or somebody. And then they go versus Hooch, and I'm like, Christ. what? And then, <laughs> or as they call her, Shi Kong Bundy. And she is our old intern who was interns with Putin. When we first got here. Then there was this. 
Yeah, the whole Jurassic Park thing. And there, she, there, she was, <laughs> there she was in her flip-flops and uh, pink shirt. Oh, flip-flops. Oh, God, that smell. The beef. That smell of feet and ass. ass. When you said flip-flops, I thought you were talking about her chest. <laughs> you too could be an intern for the hideout. Jay Christ in the 407. What's up, man? Hey, guys, I have uh, a horrible story to tell you real quick. I was stupidly channel surfing this morning, mm-hmm. and that mole face guy pinned me down and ear raped me. <laughs> oh, and, no. And you won't believe what I heard him talking about. All right, so uh, the, go ahead. Apparently, he is such a big fan of you guys. Even after he got crap canned from it, he was listening, and this morning he was talking about all the crappy shows that are on his DVR. No, we didn't. We didn't invent DVR talk, so I'm not going to say. I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were the yeah, we were the first ones ever to talk but about. I'm TV. sorry. I'm sorry to hear about your ear rating. Yeah, that I do that apologize does, for. That does suck. And I understand the real radio rejects over at Old Rock being jealous. Mm-hmm. Why not? Most of them fired from here, and the other ones applied for jobs didn't get them. So I understand why they're upset. Oh, and you just wait. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it should have it sh- it should have been executed by now. We're just in a holding pattern. But you sissies across the street, you just wait for your day of reckoning. I thought it- you were talking to your girlfriend for a second there. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Dump that. You can't elude, ah! idiot. You can't elude. You. It's fine what I said, but then when you say, yes. "Hey, here's what you what I thought you said," then ah, at that mm, point you can't. Mm, so let me say it again. <laughs> You sissies across the street, because maybe it got cut off. Your day of reckoning is coming. We're in a holding pattern right now, but very, very... Oh, and I understand you got a nice little taste on Friday night as well. Just a... Just a taste of what could be around the horizon. Back up, Matt, before I have to dump again. The delay. The delay. Animal. Uh, I'm 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 so glad we're not being nice anymore, Dubs. Mm-hmm. It's fun being mean. Oh, it, but this isn't even gonna be mean. This is just, it's time now. It's just <clears throat> oh, I just can't wait. And I know you sit over there while you're playing your Fallout Boy and listen to the show, so you can purposely maybe steal our ideas, or I, cause I'm sure the program director is hard up. Like he's got something over there about. Purposely trying to confuse the listeners mm-hmm. as the this show, and I'm sure he's told those douchebags, "Hey, just keep repeating phrases that the hideout says for the for the plain and simple fact that someone ch- channel surfing may think, well, they're listening to uh, you guys that they're listening to the hideout instead, and that they get confused." I know what you're doing, and other than you guys faking bits, because you're either faking bits or you're getting fined with the crap I hear you're doing. Because I'll be perfectly honest, I've heard two seconds, and that's no lie. Mm-hmm. I probably should listen more, in all honesty, just to know what the competition's doing. But for when people tell me they can't hang in, they can't do it. And please, I've tried to tune into that abortion in the morning. Two seconds. I'm like, what's with the fake radio voices? What are it's we nasty. doing? Here? What is this, 1985? Bing bong! <laughs> Give me the chime time, Garabo. You ass-faced. 9.16 in the p.m. No! No! Just wait. Just you wait. Holy moly! 
Alright, real TV, real radio.fm. Let's go to Sir Gary. <laughs> yeah, Sir Gary, lighten things up for us. tonight. You got a news update for us, Sir Gary? Yes, sir. Um, as you know, uh, the heretics are coming. Uh, the heretics are coming, that's right. You warn O Rock. Oh, you said hurricane. Yeah, the hurricane's coming. Oh. <laughs> uh, actually, I guess it's just a tropical storm. Are you a little scared, though, because it has a Latin name, Ernesto? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm kind of scared by my Our hubcap's going to be missing across central Florida. <laughs> I can make that joke. Um, what else? Or what should we do? Let me ask you, Sir Gary, what do you do for hurricane preparedness? I just uh, uh, make sure that um, the windows is closed and it has uh, curtains all over it. And, uh, the, the curtains are going to save you? Yeah, yes, sir. What food do you get? Because I know it's a big deal about getting non-perishables. Chili dogs? Uh, chili dogs and hot dogs and... Uh, Corn dogs. And Corn dogs, yep. Burger King. Burger King and McDonald's and, uh, and the Wendy's. Nice. That's a good thing. Fast food. All right, so, Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday, my friend? We're going to uh, next Sunday morning. I'm uh, around about 1030. I'll be at New Hope Public Baptist Church. So we're at Story Road. We're in the garden. We're going to get this pastor. And the dinner ground with 12th and 1. I'll probably survive it. So, Gary, do you have a cold? I, I ain't got my teeth in my mouth. Oh, you got me again. <laughs> Every time I think you're getting a little sickness, it turns out you don't have your teeth in. All right, yeah, buddy. Let's have a good evening. Enjoy your pumpkin. All right, thank you. I was hungry. <sighs> Why? I don't know. I just him with no teeth and scares me. You know that's got to be the way to go. No. Oh. That's the way to lose weight, not to have teeth. Because you just figure eating is such a chore, just sitting there gnawing. <clears throat> that's why I take Hootie it's not commercial right now, Chunks. Although I know it's actually working for you. Yeah. We're at it. You're looking re- thin. We're at the real race. People were saying, man, Chunks has lost a lot of weight. What happened to his boobs? The AIDS. Now I'm like, no, it's not the AIDS. <laughs> Although, could be. Mm-hmm. He's the Rock Hudson of the hideout. <laughs> it's just the hoodie. <laughs> Take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tower 3 in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Got a lot to still get to tonight, J-Dubs. Yeah, well, I was just telling uh, Bonks about Matt, who's hanging out in the studio with us. Uh, we really haven't even gotten to any of our prep yet. Two and a half hours in. It's too easy. It's not good. Um, all right, uh, hideoutheretics.net for the new, uh, for the new chat room. <laughs> Nameless posted the Hurricane Isabel broadcast from three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm I can't a- believe anybody has that, because a- that was uh, completely unannounced. I'm afraid to go back and listen to it. And, of course, the big thing is women's erotic wrestling and extreme midget wrestling a week from tonight. We will have more tickets to give away. But you can call and get your tickets at 407-408-4466. Uh, it sold out last time, so people were getting turned away at the door, so make sure you get your tickets early. Oh, whoa, and on hideoutheretics.net, there are uh, topless photos of G.I. Ho. Ooh. Uh, excuse me. Thank you, Nameless. Oh, my. Where at, Anner? Just, it, it's on the front, on the very top of hideoutheretics.net. God, we have the best listeners in the world. Hey, um, Entourage. Did you watch Loved it, Matt? It. Matt's got to leave. No, Matt's got to go look oh, at okay. new pictures. I didn't know if he had seen Entourage yet. You have it? All right, he is leaving. Dubs? She's hot. 
Oh, look at that. And she's going to hurt another chick with... Uh... Who is that with her? Uh, Tommy? Is that Bill Alfonso? I think it's Bill Alfonso. I noticed by the lack of teeth. Mm-hmm. And there's Jessica Blade bent over. All right, check it out. Hide out here. Tick stop that. Wow. It's a nice little topless. Damn, look at that. G.I.O. She's going to be wrestling with midgets? Well, it's the chicks and then the midgets. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And that's a week from the night. We'll have more tickets to give away tonight. Um, all right, Entourage. Tommy, you watch it? No, I don't have HBO because I'm poor. I work here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were watching Entourage. Bro. I was. I was taping it for him. By Someone slacked off, but whatever. <laughs> I've still got all of them on DVR. I can take them all off for you. All right, let, let me say this, Stubbs. Were you happy with the outcome of them firing Ari? Yes. Without a doubt. I think, it, I think it's going to turn around next season and they're going to get back with them. But, you know, uh, the way he screwed them for one, and then he pulls out the same hack stuff that everybody else did. That was what was kind of funny is, you know, Ari and his um, his agency was supposed to be so different. They went mm-hmm. around, tested the other agencies, came back, and Ari just ran the same hack gimmick. That every other uh, agency did. And I don't think he would have before, but since he has such a big agency now, and uh, that's kind of just how the stuff ran. You notice nobody ever does McDonald's, Pepsi. The hideout. Maybe when we finally get an agent. International. Maybe when we finally get an agent help coming. <laughs> They'll do that little thing. Trojan. KY. J dubs. And just a nice Things photo. Things you don't need during a rape. <laughs> yeah. Just nice photos of dubs. <laughs> um so anyway, by the way, you know Ari's getting rehired. And, Without a doubt. And you know why? Jeremy Piven wins Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy uh, last night in the Emmys. I mean, the whole the whole year, everybody's just been talking up how great Ari is. Now, maybe he doesn't get rehired next season. Maybe he, uh, you know, they they run the whole storyline with him still, but he doesn't get rehired. Uh, he has to get rehired. I couldn't see it going any other way. I think it'd be a major mistake. Did you watch the Emmys at all? No, not one little second. I'm gonna tell you something. Hey, you missed out. I thought Conan O'Brien did a great job. That's what I hear. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, I, I would expect nothing less from him. I love that guy. Now, here's the thing. The opening little montage, because you know they always do this for the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for any of the award shows where it's from the famous, from the movies of the year or the big shows from the year. He happened to put in there, like, it had a couple of my favorite shows. House was an opening montage, South Park, The Office. But it started... With him on a plane on his way to the Emmys, mm-hmm. and the plane breaks up and crashes. Like Lost? Exactly. Referencing Lost. Then I see Drudge, that awful son of a bitch, Matt Drudge from the TheDrudgeReport.com, mm-hmm. immediately afterwards, the headline on the Drudge Report, <laughs> shock, Conan O'Brien insensitively runs airplane crash montage. Shock jock. And I'm thinking, what's this for? What, what's going on here? Oh, wait, there was the crash of 50 people. Awful thing, but in Kentucky. Yeah. Are you are you supposed to for the Emmys? And you don't know what's going on. No. And there's part of this whole thing leading up to it. I mean, you, you've taped that thing so far ahead. Why, would you cut out a plane crash just because there happened to be a 
plane crash that day? Not if unless it was like, you know, like a 9-11 thing where all these planes and like all this stuff was going on and people were afraid to fly because of it. And then you just kind of feed into that fear. I'll be honest but, with you. No, you don't because you were obviously satirizing a the show. show Lost. Yeah, not, not sat, you know, you weren't, you know, making fun. Yeah, you're not goofing on the fact that people in Kentucky died. Mm-mm. You were doing a whole little montage from Lost. Now, that whole Kentucky thing, too. The uh, the guy landed on the wrong runway, right? No, he didn't land on the wrong one, runway. He took off on the wrong runway. Okay. He was supposed to take off on another one um, that was like, I don't know, 7,000 feet long. I don't know what it mm-hmm. was. Took off on one that was half the size. And I guess just didn't get enough momentum going to get up in the air. Joe Menem. I'm a big Lieberman fan. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to offend you. Enough Joe Menem mm-hmm. to get up into the air. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't understand. But then I see this. Then um, I guess the local NBC affiliate in Kentucky got their panties in a wad. Oh, of course. And now NBC is having to apologize. And I just hate this ninny, uh, political correct, politically correct, you know, way of having to deal with things. Uh, it's the liberals. I, I'm not. It's the left wing. I'm not, and that's why they can't get in on the White House. The White House. I, not, I can't see it happen. What does that have to do with anything? It's not liberals. It's it's ninnies. I'm going to bring that word back, ninny. Nancy boys. Sissies. I already liberals. Said. Okay. Pansies. 407-916-1048. Lefties. Limperists. Bleeding hearts. All right, really quickly, j <laughs> And others. Uh, I think Stephen Colbert got screwed. How so? He got screwed in all of his events, or uh, events, whatever, categories. Didn't win once. It's the best show out there right now. He got beat for best comedic variety performance by Barry Manilow. What? I guess Barry Manilow did some special. At the Copa. And he ended up winning. Oh, damn it, I don't have the audio. Then they drag out Dick Clark. <laughs> they drag out Dick Clark. Chunks, find that audio. To do jokes and run a gimmick and say thank you and again not the old audio the new audio find it on the internet it's got to be out there the new audio of him last night on dick clark last night on the emmys go find that it's got to be out there somewhere i'm sure it's on youtube or something it's a bunch of novocaine jokes mainly um just about him (laughs) not being able to walk (laughs) it it was just it was surreal and again i tell the man you spent your life as a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to come out and just be known? I would have gone into hiding after the stroke. I absolutely would have just gone into hiding. Never being able to drink red wine again in fear of you messing up every shirt you own? <laughs> I guess. I suppose. What is this, Chunks? What are you giving me here? I don't want that. I want the audio. The new audio, Chunks. The new audio of... Uh... Now of Dick Clark last night. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. So while we're doing this little entertainment roundup, mm-hmm. what shows are you looking forward to in the fall? By the way, T Voing or D V Ring because uh, you listen to the hideout at night. Only one show for me. But I'm not gonna lie to you, I record stuff at night. Lost. That's the one not on my list. Really? Yeah. I got house. Big fan of house. The new racial survivor, segregated survivor. You know what? I'll, I will watch that one, too. We have to. I think it's just too good. Without a doubt. Especially since this show is so diverse. 
I'm going to watch those Asians and their hollow bones and their gills and their armpits kick some Shock ass. Jock. Web toes. I'm looking forward to Heroes. What's Have, Heroes? You haven't seen the uh, the Mm-mm. preview for Heroes? Mm-mm. I don't watch commercials. It seems like it's a cross between, well, now that you got the DVR. Yep. It seems like a, it's a cross between um, X-Men and... Is it like a, a dramatic show or an action show? I don't know. It, it seems... It, it's not reality, though. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It looks really good. Heroes looks really good. Also, this show Jericho looks kind of good, too. I saw the previews for that. This is I, the, what, it didn't catch me. They're in Jericho, Kansas, mm-hmm. and I guess an atomic bomb goes off in a couple of places, and they don't know what's going on. And it's kind of this guessing game. I guess it's supposed to be the new Lost. I think I'm done with Lost, though. Lost is terrific. It just seems too gimmicky. How so? I don't know. It's just monsters and people running around. and uh, It just seems odd. It is! Of course it's odd! I need something legitimately that I can wrap my you know, my head around, like heroes. Yeah, that, that sounds legit. Or house where he has to kill 50 babies to save one. No, he doesn't! It's usually two. And they with, didn't have a chance with anyway. AIDS. So anyway, there it is, J-Dubs. I have to transfer AIDS from my mouth into theirs. Oh, hey, really quickly, too, while we're on this. Did he really do that? Yes. <laughs> no, he didn't! I'm house. <laughs> I need to transfer AIDS through my mouth. And say something mean afterwards. It's a great show. You would love it. You're so sarcastic over there. It's a formula. It really is, but it's a good formula that works. Did you see that? Uh, did you watch 60 Minutes at all last night? Mayor Nagin? No, I didn't. Hey. I watched... Uh... <laughs> Nagin. Saying it twice doesn't make it right. Or slower. I guess he said he was sorry for the term hole in the ground when he used uh, to describe the World Trade Center site. He's been criticized for trying to redevelop, um, for trying to get, you know, New Orleans back on its feet after the whole Hurricane Katrina thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was getting a little defensive when uh, the guy was pointing out the flood damaged cars on the streets in New Orleans and the devastated Ninth Ward. And Nagin replies, You guys in New York can't get a hole in the ground fixed, and it's five years later, so let's wow. be fair. I mean, you know, I just I just disagree with the choice of words. Other than that, yeah, I gotta say he is right. He's right on, and I'm a big fan of this guy. He he doesn't uh, sugarcoat anything. He says what he feels. It seems that way to me, and that's got to respect that at least. I know he's not your typical politician where he's afraid. You know, hey, I may get in trouble for saying something incredibly stupid like he did. But he is right when you think about it. New Orleans isn't going to be back together. That quickly. So you got New Orleans, uh, you know, devastated. Mm-hmm. It's not going to take a year, you know, with the World Trade Center site. It's been five years so far. Yeah, it's going to take a while. It's a process. Now, let me ask you. They're both horrible things that happened. Mm-hmm. What was worse, though? 9-11 or Katrina? 9-11. Seriously? Just because we'll be seeing the effects of that with the wars and everything for years. But as far as everything that went down, you don't think that Katrina was more devastating? Maybe 9-11 was more life-changing. It's a devastating thing. A devastating thing that's, uh, that continues to, you know, people are getting uh, knocks on the door saying their kids are dead. No, I understand that. With the ongoing war. Mm-hmm. But I look at this Katrina thing, because they're running all these specials and stuff now. And I just see how awful, how awful awful the government failed like on every step i mean just every person who could have screwed up with katrina did 
on just so many levels mm-hmm. and how that city's devastated. I'm like, damn. Because at least with 9-11, you had, yes, I think the federal government screwed up. But, you know, New York City, the firefighters, the cops, you know, even the state as a whole came together afterwards and really lifted that place up. You didn't see that with Katrina. Same thing didn't happen. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. What I don't understand is uh, how people think it takes a year to uh, get everything together and cleaned up and uh, rebuilt in the city. When, if you look downtown, uh, it was like two years ago when we moved out here, and that uh, there's like a, a big building down there that still hasn't been completely finished. Yeah, it takes a while for these things. All right, Wildhawk says, it, 9-11 was worse because someone did it to us, and Katrina just happened. But that's not true either. I mean, yes, Katrina was a natural disaster, but it was still human failure. Mm-hmm. And you even talk about like the afterwards. Like Think about just like the 10 days after each and the response from the governments from each. To me, Katrina was worse than the government response. Let's go to Tom in the 407. What's up, Tom? How we doing? What you got, buddy? Well, I uh, I just wanted to mention that I was very disturbed by uh, Ray Nagin's comments. How so? I actually ended up writing him an email uh, because, one, I'm originally from New York. Mm-hmm. I uh, lost two friends in the Trade Center. And uh, to describe that site as a hole is... Yeah, like, uh, using the words hole in the ground... For a place where you know two buildings got you know taken out by terrorism, that does seem to be a little bit harsh. Oh yeah, I understand what he was trying to say. Not to mention his incompetencies were shown before and after mm-hmm. the I know. disaster of Katrina. It's only minutes, if not seconds, before 9/11 to even prepare for it. There were hours, if not days. No, no, don't get me wrong. For Katrina. No, I got you. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't think what he said. Like I think he used completely the wrong words. But I think what he was trying to say was correct, and hey, basically what he was saying is New Orleans isn't going to be back together so quickly. You oh, know, absolutely not. I, I wouldn't exactly. But his choice. That, but you know what? Why doesn't he look inward instead of outward? Well, you know what I mean. Anytime you try, and we've done this, this, and this. Anytime you try to deflect, though. Yeah, whenever you're getting busted on something, you always say, hey, it's not me. You you always try to deflect, deflect, deflect as much as possible. But I understand what you're saying, Tom. A true leader leader would look inward. A true leader like McCain. What? That's what I'm talking about this uh, this election season. All right. Now, uh, Hefe. What? what What's the one thing you think New Orleans needs Hmm. to rebuild that city? I think they need rock and roll. I was going to say that, and then I thought, hey, that'd be the hack thing to say. And then a uh, second later, it comes out of your mouth. Say you don't know me. I recognize my face. All right, see, now I'm piss people off. Why? People are saying 9-11, no one knew it was going to happen. At least New Orleans, New Orleans had time. People knew. People knew. You can't say it definitively. Last night I'm watching a National Geographic. Mm-hmm. I like to think it's an unbiased source. They did this whole lead Liberals. up. Liberals. Oh, go on. They did this whole lead up to 9-11. All right? All the opportunities we had. I'll even say Clinton administration. Whatever. I'll put it out there. Sure. Absolutely. That doesn't mean that our boy Bush didn't have nine months. And actually all of the intelligence gathered up until then. You know who could fix all that? And it wouldn't have happened? McCain. I thought you were going to say Grace Slick from Starship. (laughs) 
Jimmy Jam says, what about 311? No one ever talks about that. They're a great band. Ass. ADHD cool. Will does. Let's go to Rusty in the 321. I what I'm talking about. What's up, Rusty? I suspect that uh, the opinion that the uh, New Orleans and the World Trade Center are not exactly comparable. Oh, of course not. I'm saying which one was the worst disaster, though, when it comes to the government and how they... Uh... How they um, responded to it. I'm not saying it's the same thing. Don't be a moron. <laughs> well, the, the implication that you're making is no, 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 no. What, what you're I hearing mean, the that, that crap was going off for 50 years. All right, no, 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 I no, no. You choose to hear something. On. I'm throwing out a different question, sissy. Don't don't sissy. attack him. Yes. Okay. Your ears are broken. Try again. Why are you attacking uh, this man? Because he's being an ass, and he he, didn't, he heard what he wanted to hear. He didn't hear what I said. I okay, wasn't, let's talk, I, about, let's talk I wasn't about specifically saying, the point that you're talking about. Okay, let's what is it? talk about the government response. Okay, which government response was better? All right. The, both issues are state and local issues. Which section of the Constitution of the United States enables the federal government to deal with these issues? Listen, ass, I'm asking you a simple question. Which response was better? Any response. Oh, the New York response was better. New Thank York you. was great. Absolutely. I mean, but it, but That's what I said. Situation. Sure they are. Even when you look to the local, like the way that the people, the local people came together, it's a completely different way. Everyone came the way they should have. And rallied around New York City after 9-11. The Absolutely. same thing did not happen in New Orleans. Because New Orleans is a joke. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why? Cause it, just, say it. just say it. Just say because it's full of black people. Come on. Why, why? He's not just trying say to say it. that. I'm on Rusty's side no, here. No, he inferred what, I, uh, what uh, he wanted to hear. Now I'm inferring what I want to hear. Just say it's because black people. You want to hear that? That's nothing to do with black people. Now it has you're lying. to do with organization. It has to do with, with people that are in charge now you're saying, prepared for an emergency. Now response. you're saying those people aren't organized? Is that what you're saying, Rusty? Absolutely. We're, we're all on school buses. Oh, you didn't read that in the mm -hmm. paper. By those people, you mean hey. blacks. No, I mean... No, you just said it. You just said it. It was obvious. Rusty, you just said it. What are you, a racist pig? No! <laughs> you are! <laughs> I just heard it. Do it I just... What it has to do with the organization of the government. I just heard it come out of your mouth. What? Those people means black people? That's what it sounded like you were saying to me. You're a racist. I'm a racist. <laughs> you you're are. You yeah. said it! I'm on Rusty's side. You're a complete racist. Thank you, Rusty, for the phone call. <laughs> You see how easy it is to just trick people up? Poor racist Rusty. Hey, we got the dick You know one, one person that's definitely not racist? Who's that? McCain. What? McCain in 08. All right, people, I got this from the same sweet tea. They're both equal when you think about how the gross negligence on the federal and state and local governments and everything. Mm-hmm. Go to Glenn in the 407. Glenn. I, I hope this is Glenn hey. from the Monsters. Hey, guys. How are you doing? What's well, up, bro? That's not the number one Monster fan. Damn. Well, um, you know, I'm looking at uh, <clears throat> what you're saying, and you're you're embracing Nagin mm -hmm. and saying, yeah, he's right to come out and say, well, what is, has New York done with the hole in the ground? Oh, uh, that's not but, what I said. All right, hold on a second. Before, I will let you get your I will let you get your point out, but let me restate what I said. Go ahead, though, Glenn. Finish your no, 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 let me, oh. let me finish mine first, then he can talk. I'm the host. I like Glenn. All right, Glenn, I like you, too. You sound cool. All right, okay. here's my point. The way his phrasing, 
the rhetoric in which he used was wrong. He should not have called it a hole in the ground. However, his overall point was correct in, hey, it's been five years, and you really haven't done much with what's going on at the World Trade Center. It hasn't even been a year yet down here in New Orleans. you got to give us time. time. That's what he was saying. Now, he's, I mean, he, he, this Megan guy, he's got, totally has to be held accountable for calling, you know, for, for so many decisions. And everybody just gives him a pass and gives him a pass. And, and that shows you why New Orleans is just such a mess after Katrina. Well, listen, I won't even argue with that. I'll even say that. But I don't think the guy should be, uh, I don't know, in trouble for a, a misuse of words when what he was saying was a valid point. No, the, the issue is, is that... If he, he were accountable, and if the people he if he showed true leadership and made sure that the people under him were also accountable, and that he had followed a plan and set established a plan, then you know New Orleans wouldn't be. But it's not just him, though, dude. I'm I mean, on your no, side, no, no. Did he, I mean, it's not just him. It's a, it's an entire culture of corruption that New Orleans has always played loose and fast with the rules. And, you know, like dubs and kids. Have a devil, you know, devil may care attitude. And you know, that's just where they where it got landed. Up. All right, I, I, mean, got, I got you. No, I think I understand what you're saying. I think and I we, completely agree with you, Glenn. I think Glenn and I half, actually agree, too. No, Hefe is completely against you. Hey, we got the audio. Okay. All right, what do you want to hear first? Oh, I don't want to break. We have to. I don't care. Tease it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, no Dick Clark audio. All right, this is his audio from the Oscars or the Emmys last night. Yeah, his little speech is what you wanted, right? I told you it was so douche chill. Yeah, it, it wasn't it. It's just it stinks. If you can find the uh, video, I'd, I'd try going on AOL just to watch the crowd's reaction when he's speaking. It's kind of like that. Oh, I should look uh, in, uh, thrilled because he's so old, but it comes off more like, oh, God, what's he doing? And let me ask you, are people going to get pissed off if we're going to goof on this? I understand he's some sort of an American icon. He's America's teenager. Then <laughs> mm. we're in trouble. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Wrapping up uh, hour three in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. we got a lot of calls to get to later on as well. Uh, Chunks is an ass. Why? He didn't pull the part of the speech that I wanted. What part did he miss? The really douche chill uncomfortable part. This is from Dick Clark. Well, first of all, here's Dick Clark. This is one of our favorite pieces of audio. Him counting down the uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve um, this year. Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on 20 seconds. 30 seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Oh, what a legend. There we go now. Look at her. Oh. All right. There it goes. She goes 15, 14, 13, 12, uh, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy 2006! 
Do you think half of his tongue looks like a rawhide from a dog chewing it because of... Uh... There's no reason no? for that. It's not his fault. I'm just fault. wondering. You're just being a shock jock. I am not. I'm honestly thinking here. No, you're being a shock jock. Nope, thinking. So, I don't, I don't know if this is the whole clip or not. I may not blame it all on chunks, but I just said it was so douche chill for Dick Clark to go out there last night on the Emmys. All right. And, well, we'll see if the whole thing's on here. Hold on a second. Give me a second as it queues up. Getting this from AOL. I don't know why they keep on propping this man up there. <sighs> Gotta get Firefox. <laughs> Never mind. I'll just play what Chunk says. All right. The things I had become involved with over my life. Music, comedy, drama, game and talk shows, even reality TV. I now realize that I had accomplished my childhood dream to be in show business. Everybody should be so lucky to have their dreams come true. I've been truly blessed, and I thank you very, very much. See, that's not what I wanted. There was this part in the very beginning mm-hmm. where he's bitten. Where he's trying to tell jokes? Yeah, he's like doing jokes and stuff. <laughs> Tap dancing. Mm. <laughs> well, one side is. One side's dragon. <laughs> Come on! Jesus, you're heartless. You might as well be. Let me ask you, he talks about making his dreams mm-hmm. come true. If you had all your dreams come true and you could live with those dreams up until whatever age he is, but then the stroke happens and you're stuck like that, would you go for the dreams? Oh, yeah, definitely. You can, uh, you can end it at any time. You know? Bipolar Steve wants to know if his favorite show is Different Strokes. <laughs> I guess That's a stroke of genius right there, my friend. And I guess his favorite band is The Strokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever that one song is, Strokin', maybe Strokin'. Oh. Or The Stroke. Yeah. Why be a shock jock? I didn't say, I was just getting them all out there, so there's no need for us to relove them. See? But, so, they bring him out. They didn't even bring him out. Like, they come back from commercial with him already sitting there at this little table. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing running his little, like, shock jock gimmick. Not even shock jock, but just, like, telling jokes about how he had to already be sitting here because if he had walked out on stage, then they would have... Then they would have been running late, <laughs> you know, and it would have taken him forever to walk out. Mm-hmm. But you really couldn't make out what he was saying. It was like him trying to do a character conversation between him and his wife, but he can only do one voice. Now, uh, when, he's one, on, when he's on the beach, does he literally draw a line in the sand? <laughs> Looks like a snake was just traveling beside him. <laughs> someone driving, someone riding a bicycle. Shock jock. Why? <laughs> and then again, why do I feel guilty? This guy's had an amazing career. What do exactly. I Exactly. He was on Friends. The Wild Hawk says, do you think he only likes half of Limp Biscuit? <laughs> Limp part? Mm-hmm. K-Mike wants to know if we think Dick Clark is better at the backstroke or breaststroke. <laughs> the right stroke. <laughs> Either way, he's in a circle. <laughs> What are you laughing at over there, Matt? Uh, you know you're on the verge. Yeah. 
I can't wait till Matt just has a stroke and a heart attack and is just paralyzed. Like, oh, it's not so funny. Why are you making fun of me? <laughs> so hideout row radio one oh four point one four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. We have a lot of people still wanting to talk about the uh, New Orleans stuff. <sighs> people who misheard what I said? <laughs> Probably. Let's go to White in the 407. So White. Do you think we'll ever be able to get rid of all these Nicaraguans? I mean, what the hell is going on there? He was talking about Nicaraguans. Ah, uh, okay. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I'll act like that's what he's talking about. The Wild Hawk says, "Do you think Dick Cluck can't play golf? Too many strokes over par. He has a handicap." <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Monday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Where'd the show go, Dubs? Where'd the show go? Down in history. You kidding me? 407 star one four one on your singular wireless phone. Hold on a second. Let me reset everything. Real All TV right. on RoadRadio.fm. Watch the show. Hideoutheretics.net has the new uh, very busy unfiltered chat room. And also the details for the women's erotic wrestling plus the extreme midget wrestling that happens a week from tonight. We have more tickets. We will give them away before the end of this hour. Probably with a Hideout Headlines game show. All right? In addition to that, J-Dubs, uh, on hideoutheretics.net, it has all the details, the Google map, everything for the wrestling event a week from tonight. And the pictures, a nude photo of G.I. Ho and a essentially nude photo of Jessica Blade, the two chicks who are going to erotically wrestle each other with... Possibly uh, dildo nunchucks. That'd be great. And then make up afterwards, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. All at Sun on the Beach, a week from tonight. Blackbean and Dan are going to be there with us, the hideout broadcasting live. It will be a Labor Day live broadcast. So get to hideoutheretics.net to look at the topless photo. And then uh, everything else. Does a couple things on the plate, I guess. This Mayor Nagin, I said, hey... He was wrong in his choice of words by calling the NYC, you know, the World Trade Center, a hole in the ground. But what he was saying essentially was, hey, you know, it's taken five years. Nothing's really been done with the site. We've only had a year here in New Orleans. you got to give us a little bit more time. All right, now everybody wants to yell at me. Let's go to Bill on the 407. What's up, Bill? Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree wholeheartedly with what you ended up just got done saying. Right. The only thing is, is that, okay, I was just down in Miami. They are already evacuating the people uh, from the Keys. Okay, and here, this is a Category 1. Yep. All right. And, and I totally feel that everybody is blaming the federal government because of Katrina. Yeah. No. These people ended up having days to turn around and end up getting out. If they couldn't, that's one thing, all right? Mm -hmm. They should have ended up speaking up and saying, hey. Keep on going. You know, I can't turn around and end up getting out of here. It's a mandatory evacuation. Then the uh, city government should have stepped in and said, look, we've got all these people. So, Bill, hold on. We need to end up getting them out of here. So, Bill, tell me exactly what you mean by that. Dubs, I hate you. Thank you, Bill, no, for the Bill, phone call. No, Bill, Bill, I need to know exactly what you mean Listen, by that. we're not even As talk- far as what? As far as everything you just said. Okay. It it happened 
that the city <laughs> government screwed up. Mm-hmm. No, I got you. The Dubs just hey, messing how, with you. How did they screw up? Dubs is running a bit on you, not. They couldn't turn around and end up getting the people out of there. Yeah, Dubs wants you to hang up, No, sir. I don't. He's no, just messing uh-uh. with you. Let uh-uh. the man talk. I'm trying to let him talk. Dubs is trying to make him talk himself into looking silly, and no, I don't want that to happen no, for Dubs, Bill. No, Dubs, don't worry about it, dude. I am not. Exactly. The city, the city government turned around and screwed up. They ended up asking uh, the governor for buses. The, the damn governor turned around and said, okay, give me 24 hours, then I'll get mm-hmm. back with you. Damn, you know, you guys... You end up sitting here in this one little area. Yeah. And I've turned around and drove over through. Uh, what was that like? Dubs. What was that like? Dubs, dude. What? What, what was, was it like? Yeah, what was it like going over there? When you ended up seeing a. Uh, when you ended up seeing mm-hmm. an icebox. Yeah. You know, a place where they end. Why'd you hang up on him? He was making his point. Why? What was wrong with that? I like Bill. Call back, Bill. Jimmy Jam in the three, two, one. Hey, hot What's up, Jimmy Jam? Hey, so you're saying that you would save Dick Clark before the people in New Orleans? Why, why all the hate? That's not what I'm saying. I, now everything I agree, we talked though. about in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> I agree. All right. I, say, I say let him drown. He's part of oh, American history. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Wild Hawk in the 407. Uh, yes, I've made some phone calls and done some research, and it's official. Every single member of the hideout and every heretic is going to have a retarded kid and a stroke. And when they finally reach hell, they're going to relive them over and over. Yeah, just because of, I think, the last 45 minutes on this show. Why? Mainly Dubs' fault. And if Bill's there, I'm going to shoot myself. Bill was a pleasant man. You just wanted to make him look stupid. I did not. I did not. By hanging up on him. I was very interested in what he was saying. Matt in 703. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Yeah. Um, just have a question, totally off the subject, but mm-hmm. I right. long-time listener, first-time caller from the 321 originally. Nice. Just moved up to the 703 yeah. up in Northern Virginia. All right. Two questions. Where else have you moved? Why are tolls $3, <laughs> and why the hell does everybody drive a BMW? All right, that's the interesting thing about Northern Virginia, yeah. because people All can nice afford All nice cars. It. Yep. By the way, Dubs and Chunks' phone numbers start with 703, so just dial randomly and maybe they'll pick up. And what's yours, uh, 202? No, it is 972. Ah. Uh. That's Dallas. Ass. <laughs> Both of theirs start with an 8, by the way, too. Uh, just fill in from there if you like. All right, I'm getting more nudes of this G.I. Ho chick who's going to be wrestling a week from the night, Dubs. Hot. Tommy, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm sorry about that. I'm not racist or nothing. I, I mean, I love fried chicken and eating. Oh, what is happening? I don't know. The loonies have come out in the mm-hmm. hideout tonight. I'm going to say it's your fault for encouraging, J-Dubs. Why? You let them talk. They can talk. They're listeners. They want to uh, express their opinion, and I'm very interested to hear it, That Bill. guy wants to drop the N-bomb. By the way, really quickly, just kind of off topic, but um, did you see that President Bush is uh, going to Katrina, visit like all the, the places that are still getting built up? Yep. First stop was at the Biloxi Schooner Seafood Restaurant. Mm. Uh, I think Bill went there before. Dined on fried shrimp, stuffed crab, mm. gumbo, 
and reassured state and local officials that the federal government, federal government will continue the help with the rebuilding. Can't rebuild on an empty stomach. That's true. He did not bring any new aid announcements or any fresh policy proposals. But apparently he brought his own music. Um, I guess he walks around with his own music. Of course. The iPod. The president does. Here's one of them. There you go again, talking about reparations. <laughs> this isn't his. Really? Sounds like him. It's Jeff. There you go again, talking about reparations. I sure hope I edited these. There you go again, talking about something else free. There you go again, talking about reparations. Well, listen to me. God. Nothing for me. He could be saying anything or that people. You say Buddy. all your ancestors are Pal. And that's the reason that you ought to get paid. You want something for nothing. You are all the same. Buddy. Players. You're putting all of the <laughs> Squirrels. We violated your civil rights. But your civil rights movement is nothing but a shakedown game. There you go again, talking about reparations. You got it. You're uh, I, I, This is like the white version of gangster rap. I guess. Oh, look at this. We have Bill again. Yeah. Hey, you. Bill. Hey. What's up, bro? Dubs, Bill. Here's the question for you. Okay, what is it? All right. Why is it that um, nobody ever said anything about the federal government? When it came to uh, that is a good question, Bill. Nine eleven. Mm-hmm. I did. When they ended up going to Katrina, it was always about Jesus! the federal government. Please come in and help us because mm-hmm. we can't turn around and help ourselves. Exactly. What do you think about that, Bill? Hey, get away from ah, half a. It's just about to get some, into something good with Bill. Call back, Bill. Half a keeps on hanging up on you. I don't like it. Don't like a one bit. <sighs> so anyway, I guess uh, the president's touring mm-hmm. the Gulf Coast with his own personal jukebox. Affirmative action, what's this country coming to? <laughs> Affirmative action, what's a white man gonna do? It's another government handout, and simply said, you've got to hire a... I was down at the office, cleaning up the joint, just doing a little extra, making brownie points, because I'd heard somebody say, a promotion's on the line, so I was working hard. I wanted that promotion to be mine, so I asked the CEO... If I could have a try, he said, you work hard, son, and I know you qualify. You're the best man for the job, but it's out of my hands. I've got to give it to a courtesy of Uncle Sam. (laughs) And stop tapping your foot, Dubs. He's flowing. I can't help it. I'm telling you, I think it's just wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I could do with uh, what I think New Orleans needs? Hmm. My third arm. I could rebuild that city with my third arm. With a little rock and roll, too. Mm-hmm. That's a callback. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Sadly, I guess, um, even on the president's jukebox, this wasn't the first time they've probably heard this hit. We all send them all back to Africa. We all send them all back to Africa. We all send them all back to Africa where they belong. We all send them all back to Africa. We all send them all back to Africa. They all to get the hell out of America and leave the white man alone. I'm going out on a limb and saying this isn't what George Bush is listening to. Like they want me to go out on a limb. Like that. <laughs> They're never satisfied, and that's the fact. <laughs> we got that one. The more they take, the more we fix, the more they break. The country's in an awful mess with a whole lot of civil unrest. I got one thing to suggest. They ought to leave and get gone. Gather up all the and go back home. We ought to send the ball back to Ran them all up and going back to Africa. Woo! All right, people are wanting to know where they can isolate that. <laughs> hey, come on! People are wanting to know where they can get this CD. Hell. Sid Cade's house. Yeah. Oh, dude. My changer right next to Ray Stevens. So the president going around didn't have any new aid announcements or fresh policy proposals, but he did bring music. Mm. This one though. I'm going to say this one was uncalled for. Quit your bitching and just let things be. You're messing up big time, take it from me. Quit your bitching or you'll get your due. All the Ku Klux Klan will come a-calling on you. I hear this from Hefe's room all the time. I had to edit it. That ain't enough. We're all getting mighty fed up with you and all of your civil rights stuff. Don't you love this country? Either you do or you don't. If you ain't happy, then what the hell do you want? Hey, quit your bitching and just let things be. You're messing up big time, take it from me. Why'd you quit your bitching and buddy? Or you'll get your due. All the Ku Klux Klan will come a-calling on you. I imagine a lot of the people who say it was their fault in New Orleans would listen mm-hmm. to this music. This music? Ran them all up and going back to Africa. <laughs> Woo! Oh, <laughs> oh <God>. no. <laughs> hey, Matt, right before you go to sleep tonight, think of... Ran them all up and going back to Africa. Woo! <laughs> oh, my. You notice when Matt's... Anytime he thinks a joke is going to fall or he doesn't have anything to say, he just does a... Woo! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm here to apply for a job. Woo! Uh, yeah, what experience do you have? Woo! Woo! Well, those with stars stars like Prussian Blue and Johnny Rebel. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say we've come a long way in this country. Agreed. With digital recording studios, otherwise before. I wish Robert would call in to sum it all up. I think it was Bill. Oh, Bill. Bill? Oh, I stopped thinking. Woo! The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, big announcement. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout. A week from tonight, we will be broadcasting live again from Sun on the Beach. 
Women's Erotic Wrestling plus Extreme Midget Wrestling. Monday, September 4th, Labor Day, Sun on the Beach, Old Town Kissimmee. Tickets are 20 in advance, $25 at the uh, door. Selling out quickly. You want to call now for your tickets at 407-408-4466. Make sure you get those tickets because last time it sold out and people were getting turned away. So make right. sure you call up and get those tickets. Now on hideoutheretics.net, they got a YouTube uh, posting. What's that? Of uh, G.I. Ho. Nameless just added it. Awesome. You gotta check it out, hideoutheretics.net. We are gonna give away more tickets tonight, probably in the next, I'd say 20 minutes with the Hideout Headlines game show, before we wrap this thing up on a Monday night. Um, although I think the intern went outside and didn't bring a key with him. No, I gave mine. Oh, damn it. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking about that actually. His head takes up more room than Matt's body back here. It's really odd to see this kid running around. <laughs> Dubs. He's very nervous too. Dubs, you uh, you had a big weekend, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Well, I had my friend in town, and I had to uh, take him back to the airport, so I was running around doing that kind of stuff. Also, uh, it was my first weekend kind of hanging out and playing with my Xbox 360 that I picked up, mm-hmm. and I hooked up to the Xbox 360 Live. Uh, where, Winner. Yeah. Well, I, I officially am a complete nerd. I was on there. I had the headset on so I can talk to people, and they can talk back. While I'm online, and these sons of bitches on there, I've never been more pissed. They run down the clock in the third quarter, and I'm screaming at them. Through <laughs> the, I'm, I'm just yelling, play the game, douchebag! And they won't answer when you uh, start yelling at them. Oh, I, I had this one guy who was actually pretty cool, and I was talking to him. We were talking back and forth. But I threw a pass, and uh, he batted away, and I went, damn! And he scolded me. For swearing, it's like, hey man, don't be, don't be swearing. What? Yeah, I said, damn. And this guy got all uptight. So you never know who you're talking with. And then they they know you're pissed. I'm sure they're listening through their little uh, headset of me yelling. You know, uh, when they're trying to run the clock down in the third quarter, when they're beating me by two. That's funny, dude. I was pissed. I was livid. So you're just running. What are they doing? Just running, uh, you know, dive plays. <laughs> Nothing and you run, can do. And then running down 40 seconds off the clock on five-minute quarters. Uh, how how much were you down by? Two. Two points. Did you win it all this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I kicked the hell out of some kid. Nice. Look at you. I know. Things are looking up for you. Congratulations. <laughs> you're beating up on children. I can see me getting very, very uh, addicted. To the online play, though. At any time, there's just someone there to play. You just go on there, look for a quick match. You think you, this will help you make friends finally? No. Sure, but will hate me on there. Because uh, that one guy mm-hmm. who was uh, running down the uh, clock in the third quarter, mm-hmm. and the third quarter, I just shut my uh, computer off, <laughs> my, uh, my game off. I just took my ball and went home. <laughs> now, don't you lose points for that, though? I don't know for that. But if you don't finish a game, I heard you like lose standing or something. You can if you quit the game. I don't know if you just uh, you know just turn the power off. What happens? It's the same as quitting a game. Whatever. I'm not I'm letting him have the satisfaction of so running you, down the clock the whole you time. You pulled the bitch move of hitting yes. reset when you were losing. Yes. If you aren't gonna play the game out and just sit there and bore us to death for the next twenty minutes by doing run plays every play, well maybe you should learn how to stop the run. Oh, I did stop the run. 
I had no problem stopping the run, but that's, you know, over oh. two minutes at a time, just gone. Wow, you're a baby. Pissed. So is this your new thing all the time now online? I'm sure. XM, or what do you know? Uh, Xbox Live, Live? 360, yeah. or whatever it is. All right, people want to know what your Xbox name is so they can play you. I would I would actually like to play the uh, the Heretics. It would be better than playing all these other schlubs. Uh, it's J, space, dubs, space, hideout. Uh, don't be throwing the name of the show in there. <laughs> in fact, don't even throw your radio name Why? in Why? Because. That's just stupid. The hell? Now I feel like a loser by association. Because somehow... J, the space, na- the dubs, name... D-U-B-S, space, That's two hideout. B's, right? No, one B. And there's a hyphen? No, no hyphen. Why? Because you're such a nerd loser. Yelling at children online. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this kid was laughing his ass off while I'm going oh, of course insane. Because that, that's payback for you and your boyfriend, Warren, and what you did to your boyfriend. By the way, have you heard from Warren, the uh, Craigslist.org guy? No, I haven't, I haven't logged news? on again. I can, let me let me log on see real quick. Let's real see fast. if he's online. See if your roommate's online. <laughs> Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. I don't know how I'm going to explain where I've been. <sighs> Dubs, you should. Uh... Our people say you're now an idiot for throwing out your name out there. Why? I'd rather play uh, our fans other than uh, the, the regular schlubs. Anytime. All right, so it's J space D U B S space hideout. Hideout with a J. <clears throat> no. Well, then how is it people screw up Hefe, which is with a J with an H? What the hell? Two Fs, yeah, right? HJs. They shouldn't be you know, two things <laughs> you screw right. up. Hey, Dub, speaking of addicted to gaming, um, I don't want you to end up like this, dude. Check this out. It's Friday night, and Howie's Game Shack in Orange County, California, is jam-packed. I don't download. Nate Looney is a regular here. When we visited, he played video games for six hours straight until 1.30 in the morning, and then went home and played even more until 4 a.m. Nate's mother says sometimes her son plays for 12 hours at a time. All right, let me ask you, Dubs, have you ever played video games for 12 straight hours? Um, I've come close, probably. I've probably done 10 hours. I've never done 12. You got to hear the way this mom like cries too, like it's over for her son. Hideout download. Does he do anything besides gaming? No. There was many nights in the, over the last year and a half that he stayed up all night and didn't go to school the next day because of it. Swear went round one. You might wonder why don't Nate's parents just take his computer away? Well, they tried that. He went crazy. He threw over the coffee table, <laughs> broke a vase, ripped the security system off the wall just to see your son that way. It was so unbelievable, so we eventually give it back. Why did you have such a strong reaction when they said they wanted to take away your game? Because it's my life. You know, your mother is really worried about how much time you spend. I, that mother should have beat the hell out of him. But she takes away his console. Yeah. And he rips the house apart, so she gives it back. You Sorry. Give him an uppercut. Didn't want to mess with you. <laughs> Hideout download. Playing games. You know that, right? Yeah. I mean, I understand why she's worried. I think, I mean, it's, it's a different generation. Is it's hard K-Fed? for her to understand. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't play video games. She doesn't understand how it works. And she sees me here, seeing in front of the screen, and that's all she sees. 
Is Nate so addicted to online games that he simply can't stop? Is it beyond his control or his parents' control? Is gaming addictive in the same way that drugs are addictive, that alcohol is addictive? Yes. No! They develop a dependency on it and go into... Dude, I disagree with you. There's no way that the same dependency. There are times when I feel like I need to play my game that if I don't, I get the shakes. You've never done drugs, though. You don't know what shakes are. You don't know. I'm what... addicted to caffeine. I know what that's like. That's not even close. Yes, it is. It's one of the worst drugs you... out there. Let's get you hooked on smack and see if you oh, have it. I'll take it if I can lose weight. You can. Let's get you some coke in your system. Just keep my butt from bleeding? <laughs> Could. Well, then I'll Let's take try it. it. What, Chunks? Yeah, I totally agree. There's been times where I've given up food. Remember when I first got here, I had to mm -hmm. buy that Star Wars game? I had to go out to 7-Eleven, and it was $10 more, I think, at the 7-Eleven yeah. than if I would have just waited the extra 10 hours for EB World to open up. But I had to get it that night and play it. And I, I think I have that game now, and I still have your Resident Evil. Remind me, dude. You just got to remind me to bring that stuff back to you. It's a hideout one. I just forget. Hideout download. And go into withdrawal when they're away from it. Let's go ahead and start group. Therapist Hillary Cash treats addicted gamers. She says brain studies make it clear why it's so hard for some people to stop. There's a study that shows that when you look at the dopamine levels in the brains of gamers, it is very similar to the dopamine levels for people who are taking speed. If dopamine is elevated high enough, People can't walk away from it. Facilities to treat addicted gamers are opening up around the world. Just like with alcoholics or drug addicts, they have group therapy. My life revolves around gaming. <laughs> Even though I know that I should stop, I just keep doing it. I would just log on and play for pretty much the entire day. It just became the focus of my life. Eddie had... And put off show prep, maybe? Hmm. That's not me. Hmm. My show prep has been stellar. That was me, actually. Mm. When I was in the middle of my NBA Live 2006, I just got it. <laughs> I did. Uh, Hideout download. Eddie had to drop out of college because he <laughs> couldn't stop gaming. Now 23, he's unemployed and trying to get his life back together. He's so ashamed of his habit, he agreed to speak only if we interviewed him in shadow. Pretend you're talking to someone who's never played video games. What did it do for you that made you stick with it for 10 hours at a time? I thought it was just such a great way to escape from the problems of the real world. The game provides you with all these unique opportunities to do things that you wouldn't normally be able to do. Like fly or get laid? I don't it's glad, know. It's glad to, good to see that uh, Pillow Pants is... Still out there, doing some uh, doing some media. I got a, a coke can, a couple quarters, and some string. Can I, I think I can make Mortal Kombat out of it. Hey, uh, Dubs, you got any games you want me to make? Smith and Jones Clinic opened in June. First clinic for video game addicts in Amsterdam. Uh, so we should send the old intern Putin. People want to know what this guy looks like. Probably 5'8", 250, 300 pounds. Oh, when I was in line for Madden Monday night... It was some of the saddest people I've ever seen. Yeah, honestly, can I tell you something, Doves? I sure. knew you had to go pick it up, and mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? It's on my way home. I think I'll go hang out with him. And I saw your your, your van there, and then I looked in, and I saw the types of people that oh, yeah. were in the store, and I was like, ah, I think I'm just going to go. I home. went over to Walmart and rather hung out with those people over there, <laughs> the midnight Walmart shoppers, other than the people who waiting for uh, uh, Madden at night. 
Right, sit there and Dude, talk to the greeter. You're that guy. I know. How but are I'm, you any different? You are that guy that people want to avoid. I, I'm the cool one, though. No, no you're not. There is no cool one. Like, I Wrong. saw. Whatever, you'd be that guy if you could afford it, Matt. <laughs> I saw I saw Dubs' van and then all the other, like, stereotypical cars you'd associate mm. with, like, the gamers, like, with the crap in them and, like, the old Hondas with the weird Japanese stickers. And I saw the people inside just like, pointing and running around. I'm like, oh, Dubs is in there. I, I kind of lost a little respect for you, man. I wasn't in there. <laughs> How could you have respect for him anyway? Look at him. I'm a Hideout download. Or, or playing it for the competition aspect. But this whole notion that you can actually get addicted to a game is complete hogwash, according to... Hogwash! Lohan, who represents... Boulder Dash! <laughs> he says the scientific evidence just... is rubbish! There are tens of millions... Uh, indeed, hundreds of millions of people playing video games and doing so in a responsible, balanced way. He says if someone does spend too much time in front of the computer, don't blame the game company. If the issue is the parent says, gee, we think there's a problem and we tried to take the game away and our child got upset so we let him keep playing the game, <laughs> that's not what you do. You're in charge. That's hoopla. The child doesn't run the home. Hoopla. But back in California, Nate Lumi's mom <laughs> says she's simply powerless against the games. We've tried so many things, like rules of getting off at 10, get off at 11, after your homework's done. It's all just kind of gone out the window. Are you addicted to this game? No. That's like telling a crack addict, um, only if you mow the lawn. <laughs> Can you have crack? No, no, that, that crack addict will mow that lawn for crack. Exactly, you still feed the addiction. Mm -hmm. You can't feed the addiction by doing chores. Or saying, I'm sorry, no crack after 11. You're going to want to get some oh, sleep. nuts. Hideout download. <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever want to, though. Nate rarely spends any time with his family. He'd rather be in his bed. That's not an addiction. That's a normal child. I was going to say that's kind of a positive when you think and you stop and look at it. Hideout download. He spends any time with his family. He'd rather be in his room in front of the screen. Having him up there for hours on end and not eating and not really sleeping. It's been a rotten thing in our, life, in our family. Is she crying? Mm -hmm. Nate's mom says she doesn't really blame the game makers. She just wants a way to bring her son back into the real world. Elizabeth Cohen, CNN, San Juan Capistrano, California. You know that kid wants nothing more than to be Neo. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he wants. He's longing for the red pill. What? I think I actually broke my laptop this weekend because I found some old download of the uh, Oregon Trail. Yes. Yeah, and, like, it's awesome. It sucks because I almost got to the end and, like, I needed a, another oxen. But uh, you died during Oregon Trail. Yes, I made it. All my people died because I, I had a wagon tongue, but nobody wanted the wagon tongue. <laughs> I, I made it, but Matt Dubs and Chunks died on the way. God, there. I had everybody make it. Did you make it to Table Rock Mountain? I would crack up every time it says Matt Albert has exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching TV and I. Wait, tired. were you the Woo! carpenter, though, or the banker? Because anyone can make it on the banker. No, I was a carpenter. Oh, that's the medium one. That's mm -hmm. not bad. Farmer, now that you got skills. If all of them can live, because it only starts out for $400. All right, 43 says, <laughs> have you ever heard of the interweb guru Maddox? He's right up the hideout alley. I don't know that I've ever heard about this guy before. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 Any more info on this guy? Yeah. 
Who the hell's Maddox? Interweb guru Maddox. Now, Dubs, do you think currently, because it's only been, what, a, about a week? Mm. Do you think that relationships are strained around the nation because of uh, because of Madden right now? Oh, like, without has, a doubt. Has your chick given you any crap? No, no. She uh, completely just lets uh, me alone for at least three months when Madden comes out. She doesn't even bitch about it. How do you get her to that point? Training. Really? Yeah. You just keep on yelling at her. Break her spirit. Shock job. I'm not kidding. I know you're not. I just want people to think that, hey, he's not really an abuser. When in actuality, yes, he is. Oh, wow. Look at this. Maddox. Interweb guru? Dude, what's going on, brothers? What's up, Maddox? Hey, Maddox. Dude, interweb guru, dude. That's me, dude. What's up? What do Boys you... first time is a great website, dude. You guys got to get on the interweb of that. There's some great hard disk action going on there, dude. Disk. Uh, so what is, what is, I see your website here, maddox.xmission.com. What is, uh, what's going on there? Dude, you got to take my disk out of its casing, dude, and put it in the interweb of that hard drive, dude. <laughs> okay. And then you get some A and A. Maddox, interweb guru. Wow. Wow. Eddie in the 407. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, uh, I just want to say that, you know, first of all, I love the show. Thank I you. I love, to, you know, hearing you guys every night. And second of all, it's just to say that, you know, I'm 25 and I've been playing for 11 hours straight on Xbox Live. <laughs> right now? What are you yeah. playing? <laughs> uh, what are you playing? No, right right now I'm playing a soccer game, but, you know, nice. it's just for... But I'm, I'm saying that I've, I've been playing, you know, uh, some nights. I, I, I even go like 11 hours straight. Damn, dude. And, uh, you Iron Man. Nice. And my cousin yeah. Sam goes, Super Tecmo Bowl, play a whole season in one day. I think I, we actually did that when oh, we were kids. Yeah, I've definitely done that before. Oh, boy. Well, thank you, yeah. Eddie. I appreciate that, Eddie, buddy. And go find J-Dubs. He is on Xbox Live if you want to play with him. It's G-A-Y underscore D-U-B-B-Z <laughs> underscore Treehouse. No, it's J space D-U-B-S space hideout. Dubs, you know, if you get bored of Madden, they do have the online uh, Tecmo Bowl tournaments, too. Oh, do they? Yep. I don't know if it's regular or super, but they have it. And I think some of you can win cash. Now, um, hey, what happened to our buddies over at Mega Games? Yeah. Did, did they close down? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's where you did your 50-hour video game marathon, right, Chunks? Yes. I tried going to the website and... Um, there's no billboard out. Oh, so. that sucks. Yeah, chunks luck. It, yeah, because it was... <laughs> just so. The rubbed off 50 hours of you being there, yeah. they had to shut down. 50 hours of my stench just wafted in the building. I bet if they reopened... I remember they were going to open something over their campus, and I guess I wonder if that's where they moved to. There was another one that closed down, too. I was pissed off that Dubs and I like had to hunt out, and we were really careful not to say what it was on air. Because we didn't want people going there and stealing all the old uh, the old vintage games. You mean mm -hmm. the one place you and I went to to exchange games, then we went over to EB, and as it turns out, it was two for one, so you and I lost out in $50 in exchanges? Yeah, actually, I lost out. Chunk's you, luck. Yeah, you, you, you actually made no, out. No, I didn't. I also lost out because I was with you. Oh, yeah. Jesus, I hate you. I want to say hello to uh, Tim Parks, dubs. Tim Parks. He says, hey, Hefe, I was down with the hideout from day one, late Saturday nights in WJFK. Lost touch with the show when you made the move to Florida. But now i found you guys on RealRadio.fm. Much props. Keep it up. Wonderful. Thank you, Timmy. 
Uh, Let's go to L. Ross in the 407. What's up, L. Ross? What's up, L. Ross? Hey, guys. Uh, as a parent, you know, this lady really, really needs to beat her son. And if, if she's afraid to do it herself, uh, I, I'd like to put my name forward as a subcontractor. I have lots of experience. <laughs> I'm willing to do it for a very low fee, basically basically just enough to cover costs. Right, exactly. Because you do it, Elros, I see you, and you get a, a surprisingly normal family, a really good family, actually. When you hear this bitch can't control her kid and her video games, it has to drive you nuts, doesn't it? You know what? I, you know, I mean, there's so many of those people out there. I, I, you can't let that get under your skin. You, you just got to take care of yours. And, and the key is regular beatings. All right, very good. I'm gonna roll with that then. Regular beatings. I dig it. Thank you, El Ross. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, there he is from HideoutHeretics.net. Somebody just posted the, um, the video. I'm telling you, HideoutHeretics.net is just blown up. People just posted the gamer video. Wow. They're all over the women's erotic wrestling plus the extreme midget wrestling. Make sure everybody gets tickets to that, too. 407-408-4466. 925 people signed up on the board over there. Awesome. Oh, boy. All right, what do you want to do now? I'm going to take a break, come back. Hey, you want to give out some tickets? Sure. All right. Midget wrestling tickets up for grabs. Now, here's the thing. We got uh, the new kid. Mm-hmm. Great Gazoo Manning. How's he doing back there, the intern, with his very large, super, super-sized head, Tommy? He's okay until you start looking at him. He sees like, like making phone screening, like it's like a, he's a coach in the NFL, and he's just mm. so focused, and he's, he's got to have it right. Well, I love that. What's wrong with that? It's great until uh, you look at it. It's just kind of annoying. <laughs> He is. He's got focus and everything. Uh, I think, it, and for one of his first days on the phones, I think he's doing really well. I was gonna say I think he's doing badass if it's for his first day on the phone. Phones. <laughs> what, Matt? What was that one joke he said during the break <laughs> that we just went? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be. Relax. Oh really? <laughs> wow. Oops. Hey. Uh, Mark... Oh no. He said my parents are so sick of me being single. They're gonna order me a oh, mail order no. bride. All right. And then we were just like, oh, God. Mike in the four hundred seven. Oh. What's up, Mike? Mike, you there? Three, two, one. Cut that bitch off! Next call! All right, tell you what, Dubs. Hideout Headlines Game Show. We have three more pair of the Extreme Midget and the Women Erotic Wrestling for a week from tonight at uh, Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. Of course, you need to call and get your tickets, but you can win three pair next if you can get the Hideout Headlines Game Show correct next here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, Doug, let's give away some prizes. Hey, I'm just uh, Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm sending a response um, message to uh, Tim on MySpace. I was about to tell him um, if you're just now finding the show or becoming a fan mm-hmm. of the show. Get caught up on all the jokes and backstories and even just good material that we won't ever be able to recreate because we tried back then. Um, podcasting. It's on iTunes. All you got to do is search The Hideout. There are five categories as of now. Go search them and download them now because we're going to condense it all into one. So you want to hurry up and do that. iTunes, you got it. You can download it for free even if you don't have an iPod on your work computer and listen to it at work. So, uh, The Hideout. Wonderful. On iTunes podcasting. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Dubs, the big event is going on. Coming up a week from tonight, we'll be broadcasting live at Sun on the Beach for Extreme Midget Wrestling and Women's Exotic Wrestling. 
We gave away a couple of pair of tickets. Uh, Wild Bill and Chris Gotti from Sun on the Beach win here earlier. You want to call and get your tickets early. We'll give you that number in a second. But right now, you want to call the station to play the Hideout Headlines game show in order to win. We've got three pair up for grabs right now. Hideout Headlines game show brought to us by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture. 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 uh, next to uh, the Sands Club in Castleberry, 407-332-1314. It's the uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win baby. Now here's your host, the great Gazoo Manning. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. All right, I did like him until that. Uh, all right. Which, what categories do you have? I have world, national, local, sports, entertainment, and strange. Oh, very good. All right, so you got them all. They can be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Do you know how the game works? It's your first time hosting it, Great Gazoo. Yeah, I've heard it before. I've never hosted it before. All right, well, then you, you should be okay. Yeah, and uh, we have one open line, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Let's give away these midget tickets and uh, women exotic wrestling tickets. Let's go to Doug in the 407. Ready, Doug? Yeah, I want to see those midgets wrestle in hot oil. All right, here we go. Yep. All right, Doug, what category do you want? Uh, sports. <laughs> All right. <laughs> here it is. Sports is true or false? Greg Anderson, Barry Bonds' personal trainer, was found in contempt of court for not testifying in a grand jury trial against Barry Bonds. Is that true or false? True. Correct. Congratulations, your winner. <laughs> Doug Jam, hold on. 407-916-1041, So give me some backstory on this one. What happened? Okay, well, uh, Barry Bonds, uh, his um, personal trainer just, you know, has all this information about, you know, what he's done in the past, you know, with his right. drug use mm-hmm. and whatever. And uh, it just came to the point where he had a testifying court and he just didn't want to. So they arrested him. All right. Wow. Cool. All right, let's go to Ray in the 407. I love man, nigger. What the hell is that? Dump that. That Jesus unne- Christ! That was unnecessary. Right, let's wait for the dump to come back up before. What the hell, <laughs> Matt? Any idea what that racial slur was all about? Uh, intern screened that one. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that one just kind of brought the show to a halt. Yeah. Throw a monkey wrench and everything. Don't be racist. He oh, was what? racist. What? That's that's not racist. I said monkey wrench. And he Monkey. Said, he said man in. He loves man in. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm, no, it's not like the N word. Right. All right, here we go. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 You guys have a dump back there? I don't think Andrea is going to do a swear. Andrea in the 321. If you do, I'll punch you. <laughs> you ready, Andrea? I am. All right, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. World, national, local, entertainment, or strange news. Which category would you like? Uh, Strange news. All right, here we go, sweetie. All righty. Researchers at the University of South Florida are studying whether teens who post comments on their dead friend's MySpace will eventually commit what act? And it's A, B, C, or D. A, robbery. B, vandalism. C, suicide. Or D, murder. What do you think, sweetie? C. C is in cat. You got it. You're a winner. Hold on a second. Congratulations. I had the story. I wanted to get to it. 
Um, I guess down at U, uh, USF. Mm. Uh, they're looking at things like deaths, mydeathspace.com. Yeah. And when people will go and post a lot of loving comments for people who have passed away, some moron has the idea that this will encourage people to commit suicide so they'll get positive comments on their MySpace. You know, it, it, there's that's not really too far-fetched. I remember when I was in high school, uh, I had a friend that died in a car accident, and, like, the whole school shut down. Everybody went to the funeral. And I was thinking, wow, I want to be this guy. I want to be him right now. Are you kidding? No. I was so jealous of this dead kid. Well, then just off yourself now. We'd all no, no, no. It wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't have a whole school there. No, they talk about you in the Sentinel. You should do it on air. I'm sure Ron and Fez would talk about it. And they seem kind of busy. Mm-hmm. We got a whole fight thing going on. Sexual harassment and everything. <laughs> uh, all right, who are we up? To? <laughs> so funny. Is that why they're off the air? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are we up to next? <laughs> Brian in 352. You ready, Brian? I'm ready. All right. What category do you want? World, national, local, entertainment? I'll try uh, entertainment. Again, midget wrestling, women exotic wrestling up for grabs. All right, here's entertainment news. All right. Here we go. NBC has announced today that it will introduce a new reality series based on what movie? A, Wedding Crashers, B, 40-Year-Old Virgin, C, Open Water, or D, Jarhead? Oh, damn. Uh, I'll take B. Sorry. I'm sorry, bro. What is it? Wedding Crashers. What? You're going to have, like, Ashton Kutcher and a bunch of other celebrities follow around, um, you know, all these weddings and just crash them like they did in the movie. You know what? That's, like, the worst one of all four, though. That really is. I was uh, expecting maybe a good 40-year-old virgin. I think that would be funny. That would be my first choice. Jarhead would be cool. That would be my second. What was the uh, third one he threw Open Water. I was hoping for Open Water just because it had a great nude scene in it. Yeah, I don't know about Open Water. That's one of those movies I start and I can never finish. Then I see it halfway through and I'm like, "Ah, I want to watch this from the beginning. So I haven't watched it yet. Let's go to John in the 904. All right, we got World, National, and Local left. Are you ready, John? Yes, I am. How about National, guys? National News. All right, John, you got it. If you get this one wrong, I feel really sorry for you. John Mark Carr has Shut been... up. No, <laughs> John no Mark... editorializing. Alrighty. John Mark yeah. Carr has been charged with first-degree murder for the 1996 killing of John Benet Ramsey. Is that true or false? Um, he has No, he has not been charged. Okay. Uh, because... You're a winner. He got it. Hold on. You don't have to give a backup because... We had a time? Yeah. We can do one more. We can do two more if we got if we got it. Or have we given out the mid the uh, mid? I believe we have. Have we given out three? Yeah, we've had three winners. All right, then we're done. Sorry. Ah, uh, sorry. There's no reason to play because we just need you to get it wrong. All right, give me the last two questions just for the hell of it. Okay. Uh, world is the world's oldest woman recently died at 116, and she came True. from the country of Ecuador. False. Okay. She came from Ecuador. Mm-hmm. True, that's what I said, stupid. Yeah. Don't look at me like I'm dumb. Oh, not, no. Um, and, uh, okay, yeah, the local one is uh, the West Orange Airport Authority is looking at the possibility True. of opening up another airport. True. Mm-hmm. You want to make these a little harder? Yeah, I mean, I think I did. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Good job. I Good like job you. on your first time I in the like game. I like a great gazoo, Manning. That's what people are saying, too. L. Ross says, oh, I closed down what he said. Oh, there it is. He goes, 
The kid already has Napier beating radio ability and manhole beat as far as the voice goes. Too bad he looks like a Wonder Years cast off. <laughs> you ever get to go see the. Uh... Should have called you Paul. <sighs> Man, what a day. It's been fun. Did we get anything done today? I, I feel like so. we did all this work during the day preparing for a show. We got to like a third of it. Oh, yeah. If that. That's when you know it was a good show. We had like 11 pages worth of stuff. We didn't even get through two of them. Yeah. Mackenzie in the 407. What do you got, Mackenzie? Hi. I just wanted to call and say hi. And uh, today's my birthday. I'm still at work working until 12. But I, I How old are you? I, I'm 23. You want to hang out? Uh, what do you do, Mackenzie? I'm a security officer. Awesome. Well, sweetie, congratulations. Is it a dude or are you a dude or a chick? Chick. I'm a chick. Right, I just want to make sure because I called someone else <laughs> sweetie earlier and it was a dude. Uh, congratulations, sweetie. Happy birthday and uh, thank you for hanging in with the hideout. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Kisses. All right. Is that really it? That's it. Damn, dog. Just well, thank you to everybody out. who tuned in on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Also, all our friends over at FullBlownAids.com. they got a fantastic website dedicated to fantastic radio shows, FullBlownAids.com. And, of course, man, my man Nameless on HideoutHeretics.net is on fire. This website, it's got everything. It's got the links to everything. It's got all the information for the women's erotic wrestling and extreme midget wrestling a week from tonight. Make sure you get your tickets. It's got Hang the out with us. Hurricane Isabel broadcast from three years ago up there. It's got the new unfiltered chat room that's so easy to use. Links to the podcasting. Links to the chat room. Links to the real radio TV highlights and requests and ringtones and the live stream and just everything. So check that one out. Oh, and it's got the topless photos of G.I. Ho, who's going to be wrestling at this thing a week from the night. She's hot. Wake up with the Monsters of the Morning. Shannon Burke, Midday, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody else. Talk good. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Question everything. Stay classy. Real Radio rewinds next. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Ran them all up and going back to Africa. Woo! Five thousand. I wish I know how to treat you. Shout out to me, this is my Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. I wish I know how to quit you. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.